across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. New callers only tonight, please. I know I've made a rod for my own back of all the things to do. Oh, yeah. And uh, Straight to Air is coming to an end. I have decided. I have decided. We'll talk about it more in a bit. Start calling now. 0844 499 1000. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, so here's the fun thing. Um, I've, I've left all my bloody leads somewhere. I've left my leads in leads. I've had one of them days, dear listeners. You know them days where um, nothing seems to go right. That's the kind of day uh, that I've had today. It's just been dashing all over. Some things have gone right. Of course, some things have gone right. That's, you know, but... 
dashing all over the, the, the shop and I've left the lead to charge my phone. I, I'm, I'm hoping to God I've left the lead to charge my phone in my car. Otherwise, I can't charge my phone. I can't charge my phone. And I, I, I have an iPhone and that means, of course, I have to charge my phone three times a day if I want it to do anything. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember the old days? Oh, wait, 444991000, by the way. Oh, yeah. And I've made a rod for my own back, guys. There is a rod for my own back. It's new callers only tonight. Oh, jeez. There is no vibe in the house. There is no phone lead, and it's new callers only. So that means if you've never called or you've only called a couple of times or you called me years and years and years ago, but you haven't called since, well, tonight is the night that would be an excellent time for you to call. You don't have to have anything to say. You can just phone up and say hello and then put the phone down. That's all groovy, ma'am. But um, so, but I'm, I am quite prepared for the three hours tonight to sit here and talk to myself. Quite prepared for that. I'm quite happy if that were the case. I'd rather it weren't. But if that is the case, uh, then I'll do that. 0844-499-1000. So today has involved lots of um, running around in London. And I'm I'm starting to think... I don't live in London anymore. I've not lived in London for about three or four years. And I'm starting to question what the hell is the point of London? I used to like London. When I lived in London, it was North London. I loved it. I thought, yeah, I'm living in London. I'm, I'm all trendy and metro Paul tan. But now I don't live in London anymore. When I come in, every time I come in, it just seems to be more hellish. And, and, and that's, the, that's the word, right? And I don't really think that London has any redeeming features. I don't know if it's all the museums and the galleries. <laughs> but there are museums and galleries everywhere. And most of the stuff in the museums and galleries, we nicked. We nicked back in the day. That's how we That's how we got all the stuff, guys. We nicked it. Why have I picked up that book? That's not my book. We nicked it. Um, so I can't really think that London has anything about it at all. Oh, wait, 444991000 four, 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 nine, nine, if, you, if you disagree. Has anything redeeming about it in the slightest has she got the lead has she got the lead yes was it oh no that's not my desk that's not my lead was it not in the car oh bum ah no no it's got to be um 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 arse where is that Oh, that's lost. That's another That's another great thing to add to the list of great things that have happened today. I've lost my bloody phone charging lead. A, that's about 25 quid. B, I can't charge my phone up. So, Periscopers, you won't be here forever. And Christ knows what I'm going to do tomorrow. God blimey. When I need my phone. I don't actually technically need it now. But I'm going to need it tomorrow. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, wait, 44. 499-1000. So first cab off the rankings. What the hell is the point of London, really? I mean, what purpose does it serve apart from to frustrate us, make us angry? And everybody in London, I know it's a cliche, right? But everybody's just so um, busy and fast and um, rude. They're rude, aren't they? 
Uh, yeah, I'll borrow that, I'll borrow that. I'm doing mine, is then, that's annoying. I just need that top. Um, come in, because I don't think we're going to get any callers tonight. I just got a feeling we're not going to get any callers tonight. Um, we're discussing, Catherine, what is the point of London. I can't, as far as I can tell, I can't see any point to London. I like it, but I'm only like three months in, aren't I? Yeah. It's uh, a novelty to me. Yeah, and, I, and you, don't, you don't go into central London and do central London-y things. And I had to, get, I had to go into central London yesterday, and I was at the, at the same place. I was in Oxford Street again today, and it's, it's just... Um, it's just, it's just awful. I can't think it, it, it used to be good because it used to have all the record shops. You'd have the big HMVs at both ends and you'd have Virgin Tower Megastore, Records. Tower Records, which used to be up until, um, midnight, I think. So if you got boozed up, there was a tiny one in Camden. So if you got boozed up in Camden, Camden, you could, um, go and buy, do some drunk record buying. The best, the best. There is still a Tower Records in, um, Tokyo, mm-hmm. in, in Japan. It's the last one, I think. In the world. I started watching a documentary about Tower Records, then I got bored and drifted off to watch something else. But now the record shops have gone, um, there's nothing really in London. I still get quite a buzz from it, but as you say, I don't... You're a tourist. Yeah, I have to fight the urge to, like, buy a postcard or something for the kids when I go out, yeah. like, into town. Yeah, it's, um, I, it, all it does for me... It's starting to get like L.A., a place I've been to a few times, and a place I absolutely detest. I mean, L.A. is, is the arse end of the earth. And it, I, I just feel myself tensing up. I know why. As I approach. Because it's full of ponces who aren't from there, like, treating the street like a catwalk. What, London? Yeah, and L.A. I don't, I don't think it's that. I, don't, I, I think people are really rude in L.A. And in London, I think they're quite rude. And everyone's just so busy and thinks they're so important because mm-hmm. they're working in the media. Or, or something like that. And it's just, um, I don't like it. I don't like London, and I don't think we need it anymore. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> Let's get rid of it. What should we have instead? Um, well, I do if I like. I, here's, it, the dream would be to um, win, like, a shed load of money mm-hmm. and um, go and buy a house literally in the middle of nowhere. Literally in the middle of nowhere, in the pitch black in the dark um with a generator right and so you're not even on the mains you've got a generator how do you manage without wi-fi i'll be fine really yeah yeah, yeah. i've got good data plan on gifgaf <laughs> so right. i'll be all right i'll okay. be all right on that but um that's annoying me i've lost that lead It'll, look, I, I wasn't where you said and i had a quick shifty sh- sh- around the rest of your cockpit no it's fallen out my bag that's what it's done. It'll be at it's home, plugged in somewhere. No, it's not. I've used it. I've had it today in the car. Oh, really? Definitely had it today in the car. And it'll fall. Well, maybe I've been blind. I'm not a very good looker. Oh, well. That's true. Um, no, you're a very attractive young lady. Um, so, I don't know what would you, what could you replace L- London with. Let's just um, get rid of it. And uh, and now, I mean, I, I, don't live, I don't live in London. I live 20 miles outside of London, so it's hardly I've hardly moved a, a, a great distance. But I, I, you do become aware that, yeah, all of the media is really London-centric. Yeah. It is all about London. Except when... Remember the BBC everyone moved up to Salford? Yeah. That was stupid. It was a waste of money. They were what? doing it just for the... We're moving, moving up to Manchester. It was very exciting for a minute for, like, people like me who um, grew up not seeing anyone with their accent on the telly for a while. Yeah. Until you realise all they'd done is moved all the London people, yeah. begrudgingly, yes. to Salford. Yeah. They'd... Oh, no one wanted to go. No. 
And they and, all made a flipping song and dance about it. And they it. were still, people like Richard Bacon and Victoria at Derbyshire were still either doing their shows in London or getting the, getting the train or getting flown up there to do the show and then flown back the same day. And, well, how is that diverse? And do you remember in local radio what happened was you got a load of London types who thought they were oh. too good for us. Yeah. Came and kept their head down at ours for about six months so yeah. that they didn't have to move and then went back. Yeah, that was a weird... And I've, I, I've been to Salford, and, and the, the, the the BBC building there... It's on an island. Yeah, it's 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 sort of... It is in the middle of... No, mm. it's on a trading estate, really, and it's it's what? isolated, and it's not... You're not near Manchester. Well, you are. You're near Salford. Manchester, but, but, but it's not Manchester. No, and it used to be, like, one of the most run-down... My granddad used to work the docks there. It was the most run-down part of Salford you could get. It was a dump. Yeah. So then they stuck this kind of ivory tower on the on this island... And people moaned about moving to it. Yeah. And that was it. But I don't know. Do you see any more northernness on telly? I guess. You, 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 on Five Live is based up there. None of them are northern. They're still the same um, southerners. Or, not all southerners. You've got, you've got Irish people. On the, but they're still the same, pe- they're still the same people. Yeah. It's just in a different location. And I suppose there's an argument, well, it, it will be stimulating the local economy by having... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, we went up there for a talk at the Radio Academy, and the only way the local economy was stimulated was when we went on the um, Coronation Street tour. Oh, that was good, wasn't that it? That was blooming good. That was marvellous. And that was us skiving off, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that wasn't BBC business. 0844 499 1000. We'll be back after this break. Good evening, dear listener. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. New callers only this evening, please. Um, just because I'll I tell you why we're doing it, right? And I know, I know, I've picked a week. We got hardly any calls towards the end of last week. And we've had hardly any this week. I know, I'm making it more difficult for myself. And it's partly because of people, the, the whole referendum thing and the whole football thing and whatever. But uh, I, I get lots of people saying, oh, I can't call in. I'm scared to call in. What if I'm not as good as the other callers? And I, I'd be boring and all of that stuff. Don't worry about that, right? We'll be the judge of that. If your call is boring, I'm not doing my job properly. It's as simple as that. Um, very simple. You call 0844 499 1000. You speak to um, either Kath or Emma. They will call you back. Uh, let's get rid of that music. Let's get rid of that tedious music. Um, and uh, th- So it doesn't even cost you that much money. How's about them apples, guys? And you can call in about anything. Although I will happily sit here for three hours and talk complete and utter guff, as I have done so far. Miranda's on the line. Evening, Miranda. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Miranda. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, yeah, so I've only been listening for like a couple of days. Hey, uh, a friend of mine. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I heard you on the Adam Buxton podcast, and oh, you yeah. sounded really cool. And I was like, well, oh, well. he's changed. He's lovely. So, well, um, <laughs> I cannot. I can, can. I had another one today. I get so many. I think. What what a joy it was, and what a pleasure it was to be on Adam's um, uh, uh, podcast. But I've, yeah. I, since then, I've had so many people tweeting me saying, "Do you know, what, Ian? I used to think you were a dick, and now I think you're okay." <laughs> and there's only. I had another one today, and there's only so many times you can be told that you were a tit or a dick. But, um, <laughs> No, I did. You did it. No, you didn't. You don't. Now, and that wasn't a pop at you, Miranda, at all. That was just. um, And I know people on Twitter when they do it, they think they're being nice, but it's still me going. They thought I was a dick for the last fifteen years, (laughs) though. God, Um, it's good. It's good. The Adam Buxton pod. Are you? Are you? Are you a big fan of Doctor Buckles? Then. Oh yeah, I love him. Yes. Definitely. He's, I, 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 I'm, I'm suspicious of him, if I'm not completely honest, Miranda. I don't understand how someone's so nice. Mm. There's, there's got to be, there's got to be 
something somewhere under that <laughs> nice exterior. There's got to he's be. A, he's quite happily to admit that he's a little angry, hairy man underneath it. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> there there so. must be this little sort of golem side, I think. But, you know, otherwise, he, he comes across quite nicely. So that's after, after, I don't know him particularly well. I mean, we did this series years and years ago, and, and, and it was a th- you know, genuine thrill to work with him. And I'd seen him a few times, but I have not seen him since then. And um, uh, after we did the podcast, which you, the other, you dear listener, you can find on um, iTunes and all that, um, he sent me... Um, the nicest, really long, detailed email, kind of, you know, saying how nice it was to see me again and thanking me for doing it. And um, mm. if I wanted anything taken out of the thing, we, he would happily do that. And then giving me, like, loads of uh, uh, suggestions on how I could improve my life. <laughs> you know, and it was all, it was all, you know, stay off Twitter. Don't, don't argue with anyone on Twitter. And, and yeah. just all these other things. And he said, you know, if, I really mean it. If you're feeling down, you can always give me a call. And, and I just thought, man, what, what a nice bloke. Oh, he is. He's lovely. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Oh, how really nice. Well, I don't, oh, the, the, this, this, you, you've joined this show, Miranda, a, a kind <laughs> of a weird, a weird point. It's still quite new because the station is, yeah. I don't know how, three months old, four months old, something like that. So it's still early days. And yeah. the, the show is kind of, we, we have moments of soaring forward. Mm-hmm. And then we're, uh, we're at the moment, I'm really struggling to explain this, and this is making no sense to even me. So I don't know how you're going to get it. We're kind of lurching a little bit. Um, okay. And the, I'm trying to give the show a kick up the backside because I've got a little bit complacent, a little bit lazy, and um, I'm relying on one or two of the same old tricks. And I don't want to do that. I want each show to be, you know, thrilling and exciting and different from the one before. So, um, yeah. so you get, stick with it or maybe come back in a couple of weeks because it, <laughs> it might be rubbish for a week or so as we transform into something else. Oh, it's fine. You're going through your pupae stage. You're going from a little caterpillar, and then soon you're going to be a wonderful butterfly. And um, you know, has, you raise an interesting thing there, right? Has mm. anyone? Th- is there? Is there a way of when um, the caterpillar makes the um, the cocoon? That's the word. I've not said that yes. for a long time. Is there a way <laughs> of just like of scientists taking the cocoon off and replacing it with like a gl- you know like a transparent cocoon? They- so- I I heard a podcast on this where they they did do a thing on where they split open a cocoon and what's inside is just like cells, like a sort of jelly. So there's nothing, they can't really take it away without killing the poor little caterpillar slash butterfly. The caterpillar breaks down into jelly, because it breaks down into jelly before it becomes a butterfly. Yeah, so it raises this really philosophical um, point of, well, is there anything of the caterpillar um, into the butterfly, and they did an experiment. Oh, my God, this is really exciting. They did yeah. an experiment where they put the caterpillars in um, in, a, in a sort of um, tank, and oh. when uh, a light went on, they released this foul smell, and it was like this red light and this foul smell would come on. Yeah. And so the, the caterpillars would all run away to the other side of the, of the cell. Yeah. And then when they all went into butterflies, they put them in the same cell, and the butterflies... As soon as the red light went on, the butterflies went over to the other side of the cell again. And what? Okay, so they um, remembered. They remembered it, even though even though in the cocoon stage they were just little bits of jelly and pus and oh. no nothing there. But oh, you funny? know, somehow that becomes a butterfly that remembers what it used to be like in its former life. If they're you're, you're not um um um, what would be the word for someone who studies butterflies? 
Uh, Ooh, I want to say botanist, but, but, but I'm going to say botanist because I'm lazy. Uh, yeah. you're, you're not a botanist, are you? No, I just listen to a podcast with one. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's how kids these days are getting their knowledge, Miranda, from podcasts. <laughs> I'm quite like... Word. By the way, if anyone knows... And it's, it, it's just dawned on me. I, I have no idea what happens in the, the, inside the cocoon. We, know, we now know that there is jelly and pus. Um, if anyone has... They, Someone must have, um, you know, like you get a camera in, um, a bird's, in those bird houses, mm. the bird boxes. Someone must have somehow put a camera or x-rayed it as it happened so we can see the transformation take place. They must have done. I don't know anyone, but maybe someone else Have you not there. listened to a podcast that explains no. it? <laughs> no. Oh, man. No, they're, they're good on audio, not that great on visuals. So. <laughs> what podcast do you listen to? Because I I, I, I I listen to a lot of radio, right? I listen to a lot of Radio 4, a lot of LBC, a bit of talk radio. Um, oh. And I've, ju- I've just I've just discovered that um, actually Kiss is quite good, you know, playing all the umcha umcha music. Okay. I quite, yeah, I'm going to, I'm having a midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> so I don't really listen to that many podcasts podcasts because there are so many it's like saying right you know uh, this week i'm going to get into classical music well that doesn't yeah. mean anything because there's just so many different genres and so many different composers and recordings of, and it's the same with podcasts I, I go and look at the itunes chart and just think oh that's too, that's too overwhelming i can't I, if you've if you've got something that you're particularly interested in, yeah. then then you can find something on that. Like if you're into like true crime, I listen to a couple of true crime ones, and there's just really good general ones like yeah. This American Life and Radio Lab, and they'll have like three or four different stories on like a theme, but um, but they'll just be really interesting, and there'll be people's stories yeah. and and like weird things like the butterfly thing. So there's there's so many out there, but but if you find one and then you can usually get recommendations from that one if you enjoyed it and they'll say if you like this one then we recommend that one and you end up in a little rabbit hole of podcasts can um, i can i say lots of people are saying that the word for someone who studies butterfly or, or, or whatever it was i asked for is an entomologist oh, but yeah. it's not oh no it's not <laughs> I, how do and i know what the answer is and several people have told me including uh, the voice of radio four right yeah it's a lepidopterist Oh, okay. Yeah. This is, we, we've, we've learned something. This will be in this podcast as well. <laughs> Lepidopterist. Thank you, JP. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Lee. And everybody else who said entomologist, including Catherine, my producer, eat dirt. <laughs> well done. Miranda, well thank, done. thank you for calling. I hope you, it, it, it fulfilled. <laughs> Every uh, dream you hoped it would be. <laughs> I was going to call about something in particular, but it's, it's fine. I can. I know, have you got? Have you got something? I'm not getting rid of. If you've got something to say, then, <laughs> then for goodness' sake, woman, spit it out. Yes. Well, because um, you were talking about how you moved away from London, yes, and what should be replaced. And I moved away from London a year ago, yeah. and I'm currently sort of writing a little thing about what it's been like because oh. um, I work by myself, I live by myself, so it's it's I'm sort of on this like genre of how I filled my time away Ooh. from London and and sort of went discovered things like social media and Twitter and, and there's even someone now on my Twitter who who showed me your show and we're sort of 
tweeting together now. Hello, Pete. How are you doing? Hello, Pete. Um, <laughs> how do so, you know? How do you know um, he's not some sort of deviant or murderer oh, or something? Oh, we've met before at like comedy nights in London, and, and he didn't so. kill you. So, so that that Pete's okay. Pete's yeah. safe then. Good. <laughs> he's all right. Yes. He's all right. Um, and so he showed me Periscope. So I went through a while of trying Periscope because it was nice to meet other people. Yeah. And now I'm sort of doing. I've set up this. Um, and the reason why I've come and like looking more into talk radio is because um, for this for a show, yeah. so I've set up this telephone number to encourage people to call me oh. and they can leave a message. And in the hour show, I'm going to sort of see what messages oh, I get. That's a well, that's a brilliant idea. I I did I did I do that did that for this show occasionally. I've got a phone number. It's different to this oh, one. Okay. And, um, um, people leave voice messages, and do you know what? I've not checked the voice messages <gasps> for ages. Should we play? Oh. Should we see what's on there now? Yes. And then we'll give, if you want, we'll give out your number if you want to. In a oh, second, yes, that would be brilliant. Thank you. Hang on a second. Right, so this is, um, these are completely at random. I've got a dump button in case there's some swears. So let's have a listen. Hey, he has a handsome beard. Ian Lee, Lee, Lee. And his colours, we are weird. There we go. You see, that's nice. Let's see what's um, <laughs> That's lovely. It's not that's that bad. Really... Let's try... Um, <laughs> there's a few here. Oh, that's only a, this one's only a second. What's this? Nope, they bottled it. Uh, let's try... Oh, here we go. This one. Let's see what this one is. Oh, no, that one's gone. I think cause I've not used it for ages. So <laughs> they've... Um, a lot of the messages have... Uh, let's, let's try this one. Anxious man. I miss you. At times... <laughs> I'm there we go. Beautiful. So, quite sexy. so it was good. So, so I like the idea of your show. So, what? You, what is this for Edinburgh or a stand-up show or? or yeah, like, it's, for, it's for Edinburgh. So it's kind of been about like life, how you can be thirty-four, um, trying to get to know people, and yeah. and that sort of underlying like loneliness, and how do you make friends? You know, and yeah. that's that's kind of more what it's about and then as part of it it's these weird phone calls that i get randomly so it's a weird one isn't it because i'm i'm 43 now and Ooh. i don't i have one two three i have three friends really yeah. and i don't have any family i've got my, my wife and my kids but my, my dad's dead my mum lives in a care home and isn't you know particularly with it my sister just emigrated and i don't really for, for, for various reasons i don't speak to other you know my aunts and uncles and stuff like that um yeah. half of them that's a good thing and the other half that's a sad thing and i need to sort that out but um it, it, and it's dawned on me miranda that i have spent because i'm very shy and mm. insular and an introvert uh, yeah. And I've spent so much time just, you know, instead of going out over the years, I've spent time at home, um, you know, back in the day getting drunk, but playing Xbox yeah. and reading and, <laughs> and isolating. So yeah. I don't really have many friends. And it's dawned on me, because um, now I'm at the age where you start, go, start going to funerals a bit more often. And the, my dad's yeah. funeral, there were hundreds of people there. My aunts, there were hundreds of people. And I'm thinking, God, if I died, yeah. there'd be about 15 people there. And that would be pushing it. <laughs> and it, that's it, just cheered me up well <laughs> well there's, there's the question how many people would be at your funeral if you died tonight miranda 
Um, I'm way more popular than you. Yeah, so I, bet. No, I bet. No, no, I don't know. So, um, I mean, it's because I'm exactly the same. Where I'm quite insular, and I find it really hard to talk to people um, unless I'm behind a microphone or yeah. drunk. I'm, unfortunately, I'm not that good at Xbox. Yeah, so well, you my, see, that's the thing. <laughs> mine is the other option. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it, it's really hard, and I've been and I've tried different things. I've tried like drama clubs and gardening clubs and art classes and stuff, but it's it's still breaking that first contact and what i've kind of learned is that i'm the black hole in the group everyone is happy to talk around to me if i if i talk to them they'll happily talk to me but i'm the one that ends up walking away thinking about conversations for the next three days wow you're 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 lady me because that's it's more common than you think yeah. It is more yeah. common, and there are more, uh, the number of times I have spoken to, um, um, male acquaintances from various groups, uh, uh, about how I hate phoning up people to ask for help. Right. Yeah. I hate making phone calls. Yeah. And, and I've said this to really confident, outwardly confident, powerful men, and they've said, oh, God, Ian, I'm exactly the same. I can't do it. I hate, I hate yeah. doing it. I've really got to steal myself to make a phone call to ask, ask someone for help. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's more common. Yeah. So instead of going to my friends and saying, can you circulate a phone number, I've come on to national radio and said, yeah. hello. Because this isn't real. This is the same way I can yeah. sit behind, behind a microphone. I, I couldn't talk to you for 20 minutes in a bar or, you know, yeah. or, or a bus stop. But on the radio, it's not real. So, so it's easy. It's a show. Yeah. 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 Miranda, what's your phone number? It is. <laughs> <Everyone's> ready. <laughs> there we go. Again, I couldn't, I couldn't say on. that. What's your phone Come number? Come on, people. Give me a ring. Tell, give me a message about anything. It is 07800 yep. 834 yep. 030. Let me make sure I've got that right. 07800 mm-hmm. 834 yep. 030. Yes. Do, you to, do you want me to tweet that? Yeah, that would be I'm, brilliant. I'm tweeting it, man. It's going to happen now. Miranda, it's really nice to talk to you. Thanks for calling. Thank you so Let much. Let us know how the show night. develops. I will do, and, and really good luck. I hope everything works around and you, you turn into the beautiful butterfly you deserve to be. <laughs> see, see if I can curl <laughs> one out. Miranda, thank you very much indeed. 0844 Okie dokie. Oh, wait, thank you, Miranda. 0844 You call us only tonight, please. Let's go to Irene. Evening, Irene. Hello there. Hello, Irene. You're right. Hello. Yes, not bad. Thanks. Um, a lepidopterist is butterflies and an. Uh, yeah, did. entomologist is insects in general. Thank you very much indeed. Yes, we got that's that. Right. We, we yes, got that from my intelligent listeners. Degree in horticulture, believe it or not. Do you know what happens inside a cocoon? Then. Well, I was horrified by what Miranda said. It was frankly. disgusting, but it turns into jelly and pus. Yes, and I'm, I'm shocked by the fact that I have actually been, on the basis of the hungry caterpillar, <laughs> uh, been telling my four-year-old child that the centre of structure of the butterfly is the old caterpillar this is what i thought that the body of the butterfly um is is the is the cat is is, is yeah. the caterpillar and then and it while it's in there it grows wings, wings. <gasps> so i've got all my biology from the hungry caterpillar well, i mean that book that book i don't believe a caterpillar could eat all of the food that the hungry <laughs> caterpillar claims to have eaten <laughs> but, but, but by the way no no not it's at all the salami, anyway. but 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 for all we know, Miranda may be um, a liar. Well, she may be a liar. Yeah. She may be the Boris Johnson of the <laughs> um, what was the word? Lepididimitis. No, lepidoptery. He, she may be the Boris Johnson of lepidoptery and yeah. spreading all these vicious untruths so that we hate. That started me. We hate these caterpillars and we go and kill them instead of embracing yeah. them. I know the word "puff" should never be used. Oh, I don't think. It's a, where? Do, well, I'm going to use it one more time. When you get. Um, 
when you cut yourself or you get a like a but you know okay here we go you know when you squeeze this is going to be gross you're going to say pus aren't you yeah you know when you squeeze a spot and all that pus comes out mm. but where is where has that come from what what part of your body makes that, that water and bacteria that makes like um, um, a thick, milky substance. Yeah, I think so. Really? My eardrum burst years ago oh. because um, I went swimming and caught an infection that uh, was basically just water and bacteria in my ear, and it it grew so big that it exploded on my bedroom pillow. See, I'm worse than Miranda now, aren't I? It exploded on my bedroom pillow. Um, brown, thick fluid. Oh, God. And that had been behind my eardrum. And did your eardrum explode? Yeah, it shattered. Did yeah. did rough? I've got. Oh God! Everyone's just wincing slightly. Did it? <laughs> did it hurt? <laughs> well, it hurt. The build-up of the fluid behind yeah. it was really painful. But when it burst, it was a relief. And could you? D- does your eardrum grow back? Can you? No, could I you have hear? To have a um, transplant. If they, what do they call it? Of eardrum? I can't remember what it's called. They take a bit of skin from the inside of your scalp. Oh, what was that? That scared the life out of me. Go on. Well, yeah, we, like yeah. my story's not bad enough. Yeah, no, they go take on. a bit of skin from the inside of your scalp and they yes. um, sew it. Uh, sew it that, sew it's the wrong word. They stick it to the remainder circle of the eardrum, you know, the outside. It's quite fantastic. It's, that's incredible. Because, yeah. like, like um, you know, fixing a broken leg and, and even sewing on a fake hand, right? I can understand that because that's big and that's obvious. You, you yeah. put it there. But making a fake eardrum... Yeah, out and of your own skin. Well, it, it's not your skin. It's the... It's the... It's just... I don't know. It's like the underneath layer of your skin. They had to go in underneath the scalp to get it. Oh, gee, dig. God, Irene, that's it. Yeah. And it works, it works normally. Uh, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the normal range. It's not good, but it's it's working. Yeah. Science, th- listen, man, the science needs to stop now. This is just unpleasant. I mean, yeah, but I, you know what? Do you know what was really shocking about it? Don't you know, tell, don't tell me. Like, don't tell me you were awake when they did it. No, no, but good. it's like the most micro surgery, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And yet, when I woke up the next after the operation, my face was like a football. And you think, what have you done to me? My stomach hurt, my ribs hurt, and my face, my whole head had swollen up. And I thought, why has that happened to me when all you've done is done something with a tiny oh, needle? You, you do, you, you do, uh... You, you I think do, they sat on me. You do wonder what they get up to when you're yeah. asleep. Yeah. Some of these doctors have a very peculiar, dark sense of humour, don't they? <laughs> Sorry, do they, they, all, they all just sit on you in turn and jump up and down on your ribs. Flipping it. Yeah. I like the videos of those, um, um, you know when someone's got a big boil? Uh, no. Right, well, there's videos, right, of someone who's got a big, big big boil, and it being squeezed. Nice. And all the stuff coming out, and it comes out, and it comes out, and it's like a, it's like um, a milky volcano. I'm not sure we're developing this conversation no. with Miranda, really, are no. we? <laughs> She's dragged us right into the gutter, <laughs> that Miranda. <laughs> I did actually phone you about London, but oh, it's yeah. all gone a bit queasy. No, 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 go on, go, 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 go. I, 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 I'm, I'm, my, my tongue is slightly in my cheek, but uh, now I don't live in London anymore. I, I, I just, I hate coming into London. Yeah, I've got a few friends who are saying this as well. Um, and I had, a, I had an experience recently where I lived in Hackney. Yeah. And um, and we had to move. We couldn't afford to stay there. And so we were getting... You're looking on the map and you're getting further and further out yeah, to yeah. try and afford what you want. And once I got to the border of Hertfordshire, I started getting quite panic-attacky about it. 
Um, what, being so far like away from London? Suburban, and I didn't yeah. want to go suburban, and I didn't want to move out of London. I've always lived in London. Um, and and so the thing I was phoning you to say is, yeah. um, the people who I think... People, when people say to me, maybe it's because I'm from London, but when people say to me they don't like London anymore, I always think, but what does it say about you? And if what it says about you is, you know, if you're happy with that, then obviously that's a good thing. But what it told me when I was, you know, having to deal with that issue um, of the cost of London was what it taught me was that I was frightened of suburbia and frightened of that stage of your life where you go, all right, I'm middle-aged and I've got kids and I'm going to settle. Yeah. And what I wanted was to move further into London. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I, even though I'm middle-aged and have kids and don't remotely take advantage of living in a big city, it, it terrified me, the idea that I was giving up on life. And that's how it felt like. But obviously, maybe it doesn't feel like that to you, but that's how I experienced it. Can I ask how old you are? Uh, 46. Right, well, I was a little bit, I was about 39, uh, I was 39, I think, when we moved out. Um, and I, we had young kids, and it just seemed like the right thing to do. And it, it yeah. I felt a little bit anxious. I mean, we've only moved out to Windsor, I mean, we're not miles away. But yeah. it, 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 I, I felt a little bit anxious when we did it, a little bit sad. And I kind of thought, well, I'm never going to be able to afford to move back to London now. Mm. But, um, but I, 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 it, was the, it was the best thing I could have done, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best thing. I'm, I, I made the right decision. Yeah. But then you're not from a major city in the first place, no. and maybe that's why. Yeah, that might be it. You know, I was brought up in Kentish Town, and yeah. uh, which feels very much like a city, and yeah. then, you know, I've lived in Brixton and Hackney, and so it felt the suburban thing really yeah, yeah. messed with my mind, you know, and yeah. it still does, and I live in Leytonstone now, which is about four miles away, but I feel like it's a substantial... Um, Change, oh, Stone has got um, one of the best um, uh, uh, chippies in London. They do brilliant um, uh, chips in pitta with with hummus, and I can't remember the name of the um, can't remember the name of the chippy that does it. Is it next to the tube? Yeah, yeah. no, it's no, it's not. It's a little bit further away. Anyway, no, oh, I don't know it. Uh, Irene, nice to talk to you. Thanks Thank for calling. You. Take care. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Chris, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. Let's go to Christian first. Evening, Christian. Hello. Hello, Christian. What have you got for us? Um, I just, I had a, I can't remember what it's called. I've been nervous about this. Go on. I, I would call it a film ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, film ring, for those who don't I, know. I was, is, I, hang I, on, let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just explain uh, what it is for those who don't know. It's where we, um, okay. uh, I suggest a film. We all have a, like a week or something to watch it. And then uh, on a particular day that we've all agreed, we talk about it. And hopefully we get one or two of the people involved with the film to come on the show and talk about it. I was looking at making the next one, The Imposter, which is a brilliant documentary about this Spanish man who pretended to be an abducted kid that had gone missing from an American family. And he rocked up, and the family sort of accepted that he was the kid, and he pretended to be the kid. Um, but he's blocked me on Twitter now, so I guess that's not happening. Oh. <laughs> we had a little... Do you have to be able to talk to them? Um, I, I think, well, no, I don't know, because the rules aren't set in my head, but I think it would it would help. By what, what have you got? Yeah. Well, the reason why I was... Well, I watched this documentary probably about two years ago, but every, I've been, I'm a regular listener. I've, I've listened to everything, so... Yeah. It's called, and I, I, you might have even seen it, I oh. can't imagine you not, it's called King of Kong. Oh man, of course, King of Kong is a masterpiece. Explain it for the boys and girls that haven't seen it, Christian, because it's brilliant. 
It's a, well, I was worried about this because it, it sounds boring in my head when I was trying to explain it. But it's, yeah. it's about a guy who's obsessed with Donkey Kong. Yeah. He's not obsessed. He just wants to be the best yeah. at Donkey Kong. Yeah. And he makes his own machine. He, he, he builds his own machine, and he, he he beats the best score. But there's this evil guy, and he's evil. Uh, well, he's, he's presented holds... as evil in the story. Yes, yes, and he looks yeah, evil. Yeah, sorry, yes, yes, he's, he's presented as evil. In the yeah. Story, but who has beaten the top score, and he gets people into like, take his machine apart and stuff, and he, his best score gets disqualified, and then he goes into his, I think he goes into his arcade and beats his score, and he gets disqualified again, and it, it and, it's, again, seeing it, it sounds quite boring, but it's really not, because <coughs> there's lots of people around that, that it's, like, really My really favourite, there are, there are two other characters, two other minor characters in the film, it's years since I've seen it. There's the yeah. um, old woman who's the Cubert champion. Remember her? Yeah. There's a woman in her yeah. 90s who's the Cubert champion. Yeah, and he hangs around and has his picture taken yeah. over and stuff. And then there's yeah. the fella who's got the world record at Missile Command with his feet. Do you remember that? You know Missile Command, we got to spin the, the big wall. Yeah, there's a guy who's got the. He says, he very proudly says, I hold the world record for the highest score at Missile Command with my feet. Uh, and, and he pops up in it. It is, do you know what? It is a, brrr, you know, a lot of people have suggested it might be, um, it might be good. My, well, I was going to say my concern is that some people might find the video game aspect of it a little bit boring, but then some people might have found but, the Kung Fu Elliot of Kung Fu, uh, the Kung Fu aspect of Kung Fu well, Elliot. I think a my boring. Is, I, I'm, I'm sure I showed that to my girlfriend. She doesn't seem to remember, so she didn't find it that interesting. But I remember her watching it and finding it interesting. And it is interesting because it's not about that. It's just about this guy that's had Dunbar, yeah. really. Yeah. Hang on a minute. And, just um, talking, can I just talk to the periscopers? You'll have to wait. They, they can't hear the calls. You're going to have to wait, guys, because I'm a little bit busy. But I'll come over and fix it up in a bit. Let me... Um, let me watch it again this weekend. Uh, it's on Netflix, I think, isn't it? I've, no, to be honest, it's not. I checked on Netflix. Oh. It's not... Well, unless I spell anything wrong, but I don't think I did. It's just not on Netflix, I don't mm -hmm. think. Because it's got to be a film as well that everyone can, can access. Yeah, I know. I know. For free. I, I well. made recommended it to me years ago, and I, I, I got it on DVD. Yeah, I oh. got it on DVD. I thought it was... Let, let me have a little look, Christian. It is an excellent suggestion, and uh, lots of people have made it. And now that you have um, verbalised it... Um, it's, you, you, you've put it in my head, so I'll, I will, um, I'll have a little look at that. Because you could easily get him on, probably. Yeah. You, you get people, I'll, you might even be able to get the evil bloke, and that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I book him, though, I'm probably not going to call him the evil bloke. The evil bloke. The, the, um, the, the computer obsessive Because I do person. think, here's the thing, having made, or ha uh, having been involved with one or two small documentaries, I didn't make them, I was just kind of the front of them. Um, yeah, they're probably, yeah, I know they, what you're going to say. They create a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and particularly, Big Brother is one where but what they, about um, that bit at the end, though, where he says, um, where he has him at the end, he, the, the, not the evil, but the guy who's pulled the strings, that's it. Uh, yeah. He has him at the end, and he... Oh, I might ruin the documentary here. Oh, yeah, don't, well, don't... Don't give us any spoilers. Okay. Oh, well, that, that's possibly a spoiler. But he basically just says, um... How can I say this? He just says, I'm not... I'm not proud of what we've done. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Well... And he, he looks like a fool. We'll have a look. That's it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Someone's suggesting that... Thank you for that, Christian. That's a brilliant suggestion. Let me have a little look into it. Thank you, mate. 
Okay. All Cheers. right. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. New callers only tonight, please. And as always, I always panic when I do new callers only shows. I always panic, right? Because I think no one's going to call in. I've done this trick too many times. No one's going to call in. Well, we've had, we've had a, a 50 minutes of calls, so thank you very much. And they've all been superb. Thank you for that. Sam on Twitter recommends a good film. The Devil and Daniel Johnston. That is... That is a good film. It, that's kind of... Everyone who complained that the film Frank wasn't about, about Frank Sidebottom... I think it was more about the devil and Daniel Johnston. To me, it was like the movie version of that documentary. It's about this 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 guy. I'm going to say he's autistic. He's something. And um, he writes what many people consider to be these incredible pop songs. I'm not... I'm not totally convinced by that. There's some good tunes, but I'm not totally convinced. And he would record all these albums at home on cassette. And then just go and do gigs and sell them and, and hand them out and stuff. And they're like, they're works of art. You know, he'd, he'd do the packaging and stuff like that. I'm not... Con- um, someone's just told me The King of Kong is on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Don't... Yeah, let me... I need to watch it. I need to watch that. And maybe The Devil and Daniel Johnson. And I need to see if we can, we can approach people. I really wanted to do The Imposter. Um, but the guy turned out to be a bit of a um uh, <laughs> an idiot well you, you know he's a guy that pretends to be um, dead children so he might be maybe i can get someone else from that i don't know bruce stay there it's chris's turn first yes chris good evening good evening good evening chris what you got for us boss um not a lot actually good for you well done i i, I i've i am doing i oh, i am a first time caller to this show yes i have called i have called you in the past um but I have literally no agenda whatsoever. Good. Other than to say um, I have um, picked up the Monkeys' new album. Thank you. Isn't it a masterpiece? It's, it's fantastic. My favourite track to me in Magda, uh, Mag- Magdalena. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, that is written by um, a bloke from a band I, I don't know anything about. Um, a Death Cab for Cutie. All I know about oh, okay. them is they got their name from a, a, a Bonzo Dog Doodah band song. But I don't know, but, I, but on the strength of that track, those guys must be awesome. Do you know the band? Uh, um, I know of them. Yeah. I don't own any material by them. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if, it, if they're worth um, dipping my toe. Hey, here's a band. Here's a band I'm, 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 I've just bought a box set of, right? Because I'm going to be writing, an, inter- I'm gonna be writing a, an article about them for Record Collector, right? And I've got an interview lined up with the lead singer. I just need to, to sort it out. The Young Rascals. Do you know the Young Rascals? No, never heard of them. Well, the Young Rascals had a really big hit. I think they were one of those bands in the 60s and early 70s, right, that was was bigger in the States than they were in the UK, like Paul Revere and the Raiders. But but the Young Rascals had a hit. They had, hang on, they did this. This was their, this was their big hit. Hang on. Here we go. This is a famous song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know this? Yeah. Groovin'. Yeah. Groovin'. Right. So this is the Young Rascals, right? So I'm I'm interviewing Felix Cavalier, I think you pronounce his last name. I've I've got to sort that out. So I've bought a box set of them. And it's because the editor of Record Collector said, Ian, could you do me a Young Rascals article, please? Because I love them so much and I haven't got the time to write an article on them. So I said, yes, boss. Let me check them out to see if I like them. And what I've heard 
is um is brilliant. Let's let's find another young rascal song completely completely at random and let's see what comes up. Let's 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 put it to the test to see if they're um Oh well hang on a minute. They did this. This was a this is a big day. I know this this is a big David Cassidy song. Here we go, hang on a minute. They wrote this. This is a great song. How can I be sure in a world that's constantly changing? How can I be sure where I stand with you? You don't like it. Like it's okay, okay. Let's, okay, I like that. I like that. Let's try. Let's try. Um, let's try. Okay, one more. Do you want good loving, or do you want a girl like oh, you? Oh, uh, always from you, sir. No, I was. I was the song titles your muppet. Oh, would you like the sorry, song okay. "Good Loving" or would you like a girl like you? Uh, um, I'm going to go for a girl like you. Let's see. Let's have a little, let's have a little listen. Let's see. Let's see if uh, we can win you over with the young it's kind, my, it's kind of my it's kind of my dream match, girl like you. Here we go. Oh, it's, why is it? Why is it? Oh, come. Yeah, it started good, but it started it, good. It really, <laughs> it, it, it really dropped off. Here we go. Here we go. Listen. I don't. Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah! It, it builds up nicely, and then it just stops. <laughs> it stops. I think the the, the, yeah, uh, the yeah, internet yeah. the internet has crashed here, guys. I think, I think the key thing is when you start to write a song, you've, you've got to, you've got to have an end. Yeah, yeah. To yep. just sort of stop. It's um, that's that. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a songwriting master, but no, but no. you know, yeah. Write more than eight bars. Well, you say that there was a band called the. The residents, mm-hmm. and I don't know if all their songs were under a minute, but they certainly. The, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, at the very, yeah, very least, punk, did an album where all the songs were um, were under a minute. Were they a punk band? Yeah, here we go. The residents. This is from their 1974 album, um, "Meet the Residents," and all the songs. I think. Ba, ba, yeah. This is the best thing I've ever heard, Chris. This sounds like the inside of my head for the last Yeah, time. man! Yeah, baby! Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I found my new favourite band. It's The Resonance! I'm scared. Chris, you should be very scared now. Go to bed and do have nightmares, won't you? Oh, thank you. Tutty bye. Bruce, stay there. We'll come to you after the uh, the news. Gosh, that was The Residents. Um, from their 1974 album, Meet the Residents. And the cover is the cover of the Beatles album, Meet the Beatles, um, with um, uh, graffiti drawn over their faces. <laughs> <laughs>
I was funny, I was aware of the residents, and it, I, I've never listened to them before. I don't think I could um, sustain a heavy uh, uh, residence uh, listening session. Good evening, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. We're doing things a little bit differently this evening. It's new callers only. You've all been excellent so far. You don't have to be excellent. You don't have to have anything to say. We've talked about um, butterflies and... Um, what actually happens to the caterpillar in the cocoon? It sounds disgusting. Jelly and pus. Uh, we've talked about London. Um, we've talked about music. All kinds of stuff. 0844 499 1000. We call you back, guys. Oh, evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Now would be an excellent time to book your um, uh, slot in the next hour. You know the score, man. Anything goes. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Hold on to your hats, guys. This is the news. Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're trying a few different things, one of them being we are, um, um, there's the laugh. 
the 60s man but it's the 21st century um whoa monkeys um one of them oh the monkeys box set comes out soon the dvd box set yeah remastered hd blu-ray kiss it i'm not coming in for a month when that comes out um one of them being new callers only tonight oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand we call you back for the first hour um uh, steve uh, steve and uh, bruce uh, you stay there going to come straight to you in a minute um uh, we'll do straight to air tonight i think from um next week we're going to stop straight to air for well i'm going to say for the month of july um but it's a fluid rule and I reserve the right to change it whenever I want because it's my show. Someone on Twitter, on, on Facebook, posted, uh, "Yeah, the, the show's quite good, but um, it's a bit too Ian centric at the moment." Sorry, what? What? It's the show centres around me. A bit the late nights with Ian Lee centres around Ian Lee a little bit too much. WTF? Um, and I ended up having a Barney with him on Facebook. And you know who the winner is when two people argue on uh, the internet? Nobody. Nobody is uh, the winner. It does, it, uh, it, you know, it, it, it did come from um, from nowhere, this... Um, and it, was, it, you know, it, was, it was a mild criticism. I've, I've had worse, but it, it, it stung. And it, you do think, you know, what if, if um, a load of people came to where you worked and said, yeah, you're not doing it, you're not doing it very well. Here's here's how you should be doing your job. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lovely people turned up to where you work, your office or your shop or, or your school or wherever it was you worked, and um, went, yeah, yeah, you're not doing your job properly. This is how you should do it. I wouldn't dream of telling anyone how to do their job. Saying that, um, isn't Jeremy Corbyn coming across as an absolute legend? What a player. Yes, yes, he is probably going to tear the Labour Party apart um, and create a sp- uh, splinter Labour group, which means Labour will never get back into power, certainly not for the next 20 years. Yes, he is potentially creating an environment where um, Boris Johnson could not only become the next Prime Minister, but then get it, it, it actually win an election, a general election, and become Prime Minister for another five years, and maybe another five years after that. Yes, he is creating that scenario, but what a player. What an absolute player. Jeremy Corbyn is like... The whole party is going, Jeremy, you should stand down. All the old Prime Ministers are coming out, Jeremy, you should stand down. He's like, nah. Nah, I'm not. Je- Jeremy, everybody, apart from the, you know, the, the, the members, that's a different thing, but all the MPs, Jeremy, think you should stand down now? Nah. Nah, I'm not gonna. Not late. I think it's brilliant. I think it's exciting. I also think it's a sideshow. Not, not, sideshow is, is a slight exaggeration, because it is incredibly important that we have a really strong opposition um all times but but now even even more so um but um but there are actually more immediately more important things like the fact we just voted to uh leave europe you muppets how are you thinking doing that i'm starting to think this brexit thing may not be such a good idea after all you listen to the news right I was listening to the six o'clock news on Radio 4, which is a very dry news broadcast anyway. I, t- I tend not to listen to it. I find it quite dour and depressing. But man alive, we're all screwed. You know that, don't you? If you listen to the news, we're all screwed, it turns out. 
Europe hates us. Um, uh, the banks hate us. All the companies are panicking and their stocks down and we're going to die. We're all going to die. But um, I am finding Jeremy Corbyn, uh, you know, what a geezer. What an absolute geezer. 0844-499-1000. Bruce is on the line. Evening, Bruce. Hello, hello. Hello, Bruce. What you got for us, boss? This is the, the, the tenth anniversary of my first and only ever phone call to you. Hey, well, happy tenth anniversary. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was terrible then. <laughs> what did we talk about ten years ago, Bruce? You had a, a special show for people that um, are not good on the telephone or people can't understand you. Oh, yeah. And I phoned up and, uh, unsurprisingly, people didn't understand me. Wow. And uh, after I hung up, I've still got the clip of it. After I hung up, he said that he felt quite sad and depressed after speaking to me. Oh, so. but, oh well. <laughs> well, 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 you should have tried harder, Bruce. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry I said that. What a rude but thing to say. I, I have an actual thing to, yeah, to speak about. Um, last night, you were playing a song, um, Feeling Hot, Hot, Hot. Oh, yeah, that's a, if anybody ever, and well done for reminding me, because I keep forgetting, but if anybody says anything um, uh, celebratory, then I, I will hit the Feeling <laughs> Hot, Hot, Hot button on my on my computer. The thing is, I, I didn't know that that was an actual song, because I'm not a very music person. No. And, and and I've now made a list of four songs that I didn't know were songs that were used oh. in adverts, and I thought were for the adverts. Oh, beautiful! Go on, be, go on. Well, there's there's that one. So it's Pizza Hut, Hut, Hut. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Pizza yeah. Hut. And there's Show Me Velvet, Rich and Smooth, which is Cadbury's, but turns out it's that song as well. What song? What song is that? It's like Show Me Heaven. Oh yeah. Something. Oh. It's like Rich and Smooth and the yeah. Cadbury's ever. Yeah. And then there's. BNBN, BNBN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a How could you not know that? That's the Muppets. I don't know. I don't know. And the last one is everyone's heard about the bird about birds. Yeah, I never never knew any of them were real songs. I just thought they were adverts. There's one. There's one that. Oh, this is this is the song to which you refer. Hang on a second. And there's two versions of this, right? Here we go. Hang on. Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird. It is a surprise that that is a real song, right? <laughs> but the best version, the Ramones did it, right? They're a punk band. I think it's oh, a. Well, everybody's oh, heard I know that. about the bird. <laughs> Here we go. Um, that's what I we come in and start with one, two, three, four. Uh, no, they, 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 they uh, what, the one I didn't know was, um, was, was a real song. Is, you know, have you seen, remember the advert for Night Nurse? Uh, recent? Or, no, it's an old, it's an old, it's about 10, 15 years ago, right? And it was an advert mm-hmm. for Night Nurse, and it was the worst, I thought, this is the worst song ever. Night Nurse. <laughs> and it's like for, for cough medicine, right? And then I heard it on, on like the radio. It's a real, it's a reggae song. Night nurse. What the hell? Just night nurse? Yeah, well, it, I don't know. I don't know who, do, I'm not a fan of reggae, you see, Bruce. I, I, I cannot <laughs> stomach reggae or jazz. Everything else, beautiful. But reggae or jazz, I simply cannot that's, stomach. Yeah, that's one of the many things you've been accused of being racist about. Yeah, it? I know. I did, well, I first <laughs> announced that on LBC about 12 years ago. I don't like reggae. And I got a woman phone up and said, you're racist. <laughs> so what? 
you don't like reggae, black music. I said, yeah, you're a racist. <laughs> I said, no, 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 I like, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I don't like black people. I'm saying I don't like one genre of music that is predominantly black, but not exclusively. Yeah, you're a racist. <laughs> Up yours, Delores, I said. <laughs> Bruce, how do you think that call went? It was better than the one ten years ago. It was a cracking contribution. <laughs> I will speak to you in 2026. Yeah, yeah. I'll think of something <laughs> else to say by then. You're, so. you're more than welcome to call in before then, of course, <laughs> all right? <laughs> okay, okay. All right, mate, I'll see you later on. Thank you, Bruce. Hey, cheers. Ta-ta, bye-bye. bye-bye, there we go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul Garner on Twitter says that um, uh, Corbyn is the new bladder. He is. He's holding on for um, for dear life, and you've got to, you've got to respect that, haven't you? He is single handedly going to tear the Labour Party apart, right? And it's weird, isn't it? Right. I, I, I'm at the edge of my knowledge of this, by the way. Okay. So feel free to contribute if you want. Sam and Steve, stay there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um. All the supporters, like the members, the members, aren't they? They're called the members. All the members want Corbyn to be the leader, right? And none of the MPs want Corbyn to be the leader. So who is he um, behoven to? Behoven? Beholden. Who is he Michael Holden to? Um, is it the, 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 the hundreds of thousands of people, the 250,000 people that voted him, him in, or is it the, the, how many MPs they got these days? 120, something like that. Is it, is it them? And who'd replace him? Cause they're all slimy little two-faced bags, aren't they? Really? They really are. At least it couldn't be Andy Burnham cause he wants to be the mayor of music in Manchester. Um, they're all just slimy. And, all, and you see all the slimy little, um, bags that are lining up to be, um, the Tory leader. Oh, God. Who's this? Right. So there's, there's Jeremy Hunt. Looks like he might be going for it. Um, um, Gove. Is Gove one of them? Who's this Stephen Crabb gentleman? I'd not heard of this Stephen Crabb gentleman until someone posted a tweet saying he looks like all of the bad guys from Superman put into one. And he does. But who the hell is he? And then you've got May and you've got Johnson. Oh, God. The world is awful, isn't it? Apart from Corbyn. He's, he's something we can all aspire to be. A grumpy old man who ain't going nowhere. Well, my friend Paul Garner's um, tweet about um, Corbyn is the new blatter, it's a harmless enough thing from someone who's actually a professional comedy writer. He used to, um, uh, well, he used to write for me many, many years ago, and he, he's written for Jimmy Carr and for, um, um, for Ali G and, you know, for Gervais and some, you know, big, big stars. Well, someone whose uh, Twitter name is True Labour. Saggers 500. Jesus! When doing humour, aim for funny! This is miles wide! <laughs> the thing is, he's not... He's he's picked up on it, because I've retweeted it, but he's not following me. And he's just... Sti- this is... Jesus! When doing humour, aim for funny! This is miles wide! It's... Quite funny. It's a mildly funny tweet about an old man who won't leave a job when everybody wants him to leave his job. Right? 
Um, I don't need to get so angry. Can we invent an app, right, that whenever someone gets angry and they send an angry tweet, they get an electric shock? Can we do that, please? That I, I think that would work, guys. I think there's too there's so much anger. I told you, um has <laughs> replied. I've told him to delete his account account. No. I refuse to go. Just like Jeremy Corbyn. And he's put get in, I still got it. Ah <laughs> oh, dearie dearie me. Oh eight four four. Four nine nine one thousand. I told you when um on the day that um um the country uh, voted to screw itself over the, the day after the referendum when a um, bunch of idiots totally messed up the future of my kids. I tweeted, first thing I tweeted, turned on the phone at half six, tweeted and I went, oh, flip. Within seconds, I had a tweet from one guy saying, we'll leave them, mate. You know where the door is. Well, the country doesn't have a door. And I said something along those lines, and he replied, you Ponzi Southerner, you living down in the Ponzi South, you haven't had to put up with Romanian beggars, Polish workers stealing jobs, Pakistani sex gangs, and Somalian pirates. (laughs) Somalian pirates! I went, fair play, mate. You're absolutely right. I have not had to endure somalian pirates or pakistani sex gangs um what's that got to do with the eu yeah mm, yeah yeah you idiot you idiot oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand uh new callers only tonight please that will change after 12 we will do straight people are panicking we will do straight to air this week um after midnight so don't worry about that and anyone can call in for that um but we'll we'll, we'll get rid of it for for july that's the plan anyway yes steve hello hello mate yeah, well, this, this is disturbing breaking news about gangs of Somali pirates wandering up and down Doncaster High Street. Yeah, I know. It's, and I, it's, it's terrifying. It is. Why, why is the broken BBC <laughs> not reporting this? It's a conspiracy. That's what I want to know. It's a conspiracy. Yes. It's all staffed with. It's all staffed by homosexuals that don't want you to know the truth, Steve. They don't want you well. to know the truth with their big fat cat bonuses and their boyfriends. And their, their hammer and sickle tattoos. Yeah! Oh, oh yeah. Kind. Sorry, I, I, should, I should go back to my Welsh accent. There we go, yes. And my, my real name. Uh, That'll do it. Yeah. No, what you got for us tonight, Steve? No, well, I didn't have anything, really. So Good. I was, you know, listening along and trying to say, well, what can I join in with? Yeah. And this thing about, I suppose, let's go for Corbyn, since you're talking about him. Yeah. Because what I would say is, a lot of, from my point of view, I mean, yeah. I'm not a member and wasn't. And I, so I didn't vote for him. But before he was leader, it seemed like quite a good idea. Yeah. But now he's the leader, he's shown no leadership. He just kind of... I mean, yes, he has some politics that I agree with. He's a bit too much of a woolly centrist for me. I'm somewhere, <laughs> to, the, I'm somewhere to the left of Trotsky. Oh, blimey. Um, broadly speaking. But I'm also realistic and know that it doesn't actually work. The thing about Corbyn is, I, 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 I kind of like the idea of him, and I, I, lo- I, the fa- I love him now that he's like, yeah, make me, he's like a squatter, he's got squatter's rights as the leader <laughs> yeah. of the Labour Party, make me move, you can't make me move, and the thing is, 
They can't make him move. There's literally, they vote, they've all voted, like 80% of them have voted no confidence in him, right? He's been told to stand down. He's gone, yeah, I've got the keys. Make me. Make me. And that's it. And he's bolted the door and he's not, he's not going anywhere. And I love it. My ball. He's had my ball and he gets a knife and he stabs it. It is, it is beautiful. Have you seen the clip? And I don't know what it is. There's a clip of him walking somewhere. I've only seen it silently as, as, as what I believe is called a gif, right? He's walking somewhere and someone obviously says something because he turns and does that and starts to walk towards him and does that face of, I'm going to give you some. And then the bloke he's with just grabs his arm and pulls him off down the corridor. Now, I've got no idea what that clip is, but it's been doing the rounds on Twitter all afternoon. It's flipping brilliant. I want more of that. I remember I had, I suddenly gained so much respect for John Prescott when he lamped that farmer one. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. It was beautiful, but, and everyone said, oh, you shouldn't have, it was, it was during the election, or oh, you sh- he shouldn't have hit him. Yes, he should. The bloke, the bloke assaulted him. He chucked a neg at him. Could have been anything. Smack him in the face. It was a left-hander as well. Well, he is a lefty, isn't he? Is, is he in that I, case? I think, he, I think he is a, I think he is a southpaw when he boxed. I, in that yeah. care, in that case, I've lost ever such a little bit of respect for him, but still, he thumped someone. Who deserved it? Who deserved it? Exactly. That's I'd honest. respect Boris a bit more if he went and lamped someone. Well, yeah. you couldn't respect him much less. Imagine, right, sure. he, doesn't, he didn't go to PMQs today because he's a coward, John, Johnson, right? He's a self-serving, oh, yeah. snivelling little coward, right? So he's not been in Parliament that much. But I would love it if during, like, David Cameron giving a speech... He just he just stood up on his chair, ripped his jacket off, pulled his shirt open, started beating his chest, and went ah! And then pointed at Cameron and said, "I'm going to kill you." And then lunged towards him. <laughs> I would join the Conservative Party and vote for him to be leader if he did that. That would be awesome. Up until the bit where he becomes leader of the Conservative Party and by default Prime Minister, yeah. then we're all done for. Yeah, we're the thing is, you know, it's going. You know, it's going to happen. I'm completely with you. <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. You know, he's going to be Prime Minister, and the Labour's wow. Labour's going to explode. The Lib Dems are going uh, to. Uh, uh, what's uh, Tim Fallon? Isn't it the leader of the Lib Dems? His his new thing, right? His strategy is um, we are going to campaign heavily to r- remain members of the EU. Okay, which is which is noble, yeah. which is great, right? And I, I kind of dig that, and I, I would sort of vote for that. But then that's going to split the vote between them and Labour. Labour's going to split the vote between Labour and whatever the new Labour party is going to be. Socialist Labour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they've got a fight, they've got a fight over the name. They, if, if, if there is a breakaway party from Jeremy Corbyn's Labour, it sounds like when, um, bands reunite from the 60s. Yeah, yeah, Bucks Fizz. Cheryl Baker's Bucks Fizz. If, 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 if the majority of Labour break away from Jeremy Corbyn's Labour, I think, the um, constitution of the party, st- or, or la- the law, whatever, states that they would have to come up with a new name. Jeremy Corbyn would still be Labour. It would be the breakaway group, even if it was like 80% of them, they would have to come up with a new name and a new colour! They, could, they couldn't have, they couldn't be the same colour! They couldn't be red! But, but yeah. These oh, are exciting times. See, these, these are exciting, yeah. if faintly damaging and scary times. They, they could use that new colour that science has just discovered. <laughs> the one <laughs> that, that's called. The one Which that one nobody could see. Is it, was it magenta? 
Blurple. Blurple. That'll do it. Steve, thank you very much indeed. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Yes, Sam? Uh, good evening. Good evening, Sam. How are you doing, fella? <laughs> hip, right. hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. It feels a bit weird saying um, it the first time. You'll get used to it. Don't you worry. It wasn't. I, I wasn't expected to come anywhere near being on air, so oh. I'm, I'm, uh, I feel a little bit well, hang on, a minute. <laughs> on the you back do, foot already. You do know that you dialed a, t- a telephone number that gets you on air, don't you? Um, yeah, I was expecting to go through some sort of vetting process. No, no, we have very uh, low standards. Cetera, cetera. No, we have so, very, um, yeah, very it, low standards. It's an absolute here. pleasure. It's my, the pleasure is literally all mine, Sam. What you got for us? <laughs> um, nothing, really, <laughs> in the same vein. Um, I, I thought, well, I was walking back. I've been a fan for a long time. I used to listen to you when you were uh, on uh, other stations. Um, and um, it's opened me up to a new comedy, like uh, Angela and Barry, um, who I've been and seen live. So thank you for that. Oh, they, no, don't, they keep don't, me don't, pleased. don't, 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 Sorry. Enc- I don't, don't Sorry. encourage those idiots to phone in for crying out loud. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, and I listen to your podcast on a regular basis. Um, I work, um, sometimes I can't listen, so, um, yeah, I do a bit of podcast listening, and I'm usually prodding around the garden or something mundane, and it keeps me sane and keeps me very happy. So, yeah, I just wanted to call and say thank you. Well, well, you're, job. you're very um, kind. What other part? I, I, yeah. I was saying this to Miranda, and I, I, who called in earlier on, and I got ever so slightly distracted by, by a train of thought, as I often do. What other podcasts do you listen to, Sam? Um, I listen to uh, work-based stuff, so I'm uh, something called Femcast, which is a pre-hospital emergency medicine stuff. Um, and what do they talk uh, about? More... In, what do they talk about in there? Uh, so my job is. Oh, it's going to sound a bit. Um, I, uh, whatever. Um, I'm a paramedic. I fly on an air ambulance, so um, oh. learning all the time, all that sort of stuff um, is great. There's some really good femcasts out there. Some good pre-hospital emergency medical podcasts because hey. the, the the industry is changing all the time. So yeah, just yeah, keeping yeah. up to date with stuff. Um, so yeah, listening to that. Learning, do you get? Do you, um, you go on? You go on the on the the helicopter? Do you the the, the rescue helicopter? I do. Yeah. Do, do I you do, yeah. do you get? Do you not get? Um, do you not get motion sick? And that sounds like a flippant question, but I mean it genuinely, because I can't read on an aeroplane, and the two times I've been on a helicopter... In fact, today I was remembering the time I flew from a Greek island. We cadged a lift. Me and my wife cadged the lift with this, this millionaire on, like, this... Um, <laughs> it was. It, it was the weirdest thing. On this little four-seater plane. Four-seaters. Four seats, passengers, and then two seats for the pilots. Flipping heck, man. I've, I've never felt so ill. The only thing that stopped me throwing up was I did not want to throw up in front of a millionaire. <laughs> and, and I just, I, I, you guys that fly around in helicopters and doing stuff in the helicopter that's important, do you never get queasy? It's when you throw up on a patient that's the problem. No! Um, no, 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 no. Um, no, I don't, thankfully. I generally sit um, forward-facing. The doctor tends to sit in the back uh, on my unit facing backwards. Um, but most of them are quite secure and sound, so, yeah, there, there's not that much of a problem, thankfully, for them. When I went in the cable car over London the other week, I got, I, I genuinely yeah. got my, I, I hammed it up ever so slightly for the video, but I genuinely got motion sick, so I, I can't imagine you lot doing important life-saving things on a bloody helicopter. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it happens. Um, luckily, my unit, um, I fly up at East Midlands, 
Um, I've given it away now, so if any of my colleagues are listening, uh, sorry about that. Um, They're going to uh, destroy yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we have, um, yeah, the doctors normally sit in the back, and if we've got another paramedic, um, then they'll sit in the back. Otherwise, I'm sat in the front navigating oh. um, and assisting the pilot. Um, um, so, yeah, they look after the patient in the back. Uh, so, hopefully, we've done all of the important things yeah. before we fly them, because, yeah, we don't want to be doing bits and pieces up in the air um so much if we can stabilize them before we fly them so that yeah but how that works um yeah but you know i wasn't yeah that uh, otherwise i listened to um a guy called scrupulous pip now all um, i know about him he's 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 a fan of mine which is i i I was thrilled to find out because i know very little about him all i know is he did a brilliant song where one of the lines was uh the word the word phoenix shall forever be spelt p-h-e-o-n-i-x p-h-e-o-n-i-x yeah which is a, as the english dictionary says yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but that that's yeah. all i know about him and i think that that is is such a beautiful line is that what is that song safe for work <coughs> has it got swears uh, in it yeah, I think it is Thou Shall Not Kill, I think, is the name of the song, which is really, really good. Yeah, that was the song that got me into listening to him and just his spoken word stuff. Um, I'm not particularly literal. Um, so, uh, yeah, listening to some of his poetry and stuff is really good. And then sticking it to music um, is brilliant. And, um, yeah, I've kind of uh, changed the way I think about music. Yeah. Um, there's another artist which I'm going to big up uh, because they don't get a lot of speak uh, or mention. Is a band called Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Oh, Carter! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the um, oh. the, uh, the the oldest living boy in London. To, New uh, Cross. New Cross. That's it. God blimey! That's uh, I saw them years ago at the old Trout in Windsor. Oh, they're they My brother um, got me into those. Because they're a bit sweary, um, and I lived in a little nice village in the Midlands. Jim, and Jim Bob and... Um, that's it. Uh, Fruit, Fruit Bob Carter. Yeah, OK, yeah. there we go, blind. Uh, Fruit Bob, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, they... When I was little, probably about seven, um, I got hold of one of my big brother's tapes, and it got some swear words in it. Um, and I sat at my school in a little village, and suddenly I was the Don, because I got a, a song yeah. with swear words in it. Yeah, yeah, um, of course, of course. And... I've told that story to Jim Bob because he's now a solo artist and he writes books. He's got some amazing books. If you get a chance, yeah. seriously, um, if you're interested in novels. Um, and he's done a really nice book on the history of Carter, uh, which is an autobiography. And it's very frank. Oh, and do you know really what? good stuff on it. I so would... Uh, give it a read. What's, what's that one called? Because I, I, I do like a good rock and roll autobiography. Uh, I think it's in bed with Jim Bob or something. But it's, yeah, if, you, if you look at Jim Bob um, or uh, James Morrison as he goes under now, he's just done a wonderful book, two books about um, an elderly man. It's a novel, um, and it starts off that he was run over on his 83rd birthday by milk float. Beautiful. Um, which, <laughs> it was hilarious. So if you give that a chance, um, what's, it, what's, his, no, 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 what's his, what's his real name? What, what name's he got um, under? James Morrison. All right. Um, now. All right. But I'll if you get that. a chance, yeah, have a little look. And he's, he's just, because his lyrics as a Carter um, lyricist was great. And now his stuff uh, in books is, uh, yeah, equally Sam, as good. So if you I'm, get a chance, have a have I'm going to have a little look. And I, we, I think uh, we can play Scroobius Pip, but I'm going to have to dump a little bit of it. So we'll, 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 oh, we'll, yeah. we'll play that a bit. Sam, thank you very much. Right. Uh, we can. This Scroobius Pip thing, I only heard it once ages ago. I think. It was, I heard it when, um, oh, uh, Ian, stay there, come to you in a minute, Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. when, um, 
Russell Brand was on Desert Island Discs, and he cho- chose this as one of the discs. Now, it says here, um, uh, okay, I think this is the censored version, but I've got to focus because I'm going to read the lyrics. I think I can ride the fader, um, and we have a dump. So don't worry, there's not many, there's only a little, there's like four lines when it gets a little bit potty mouth, and I, I, I think, let me just check, I've got the lyrics um okay so this is and it might be rubbish it's been ages since i've heard it so this is thou shalt always kill by oh let me just stop the recorder cortex they're not going to help anybody by a scroobius pit let's have a little go at this shall we Flipping it, better than I remembered it. 
Very clever, you see. He's like, um, in that song, I think he's like a modern old coward. Um, Ian, stay there, come to you after this. I've checked out that, um, Jim Bob, uh, book from Carter the Unstoppable with Sex with Sex Machine. It's 20 quid. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, 20 quid. It's, um, on eBay, it's like 150 quid. What the hell is going on with these guys? Uh, Ian's on the line. Good evening, Ian. Hi, how are you doing? You okay? I've got nuts in my mouth. Oh, pardon me! Hey, one eye, by the way. Sorry? Oh, yeah, oh. Well, I'll, I'll let you on, but begrudgingly. Why is that? Well, you can't spell your name properly. Well, I'm not Scottish. Neither am I. Well, you, might, you must have had Scottish descendants somewhere. I've got Scottish. I haven't got any Scottish descendants. I don't think I'm going to have any Scottish descendants. Right. <laughs> I suppose that was a stupid thing. No, I, I think, I, yes, my granddad was Scottish, so, that, so that worked, that, that's why I spell my name correctly, yes. Well, you have got a Christian name for the surname. Yeah, I know, and I've got um, a, my, a surname for. A, I've got two Christian names, which is which is cheating a bit. But but it's not my. It's not the name I was born with, Lee. That was my middle name. I just dumped. So I got Windy Pops from the nuts. I dumped the last name and shifted the middle one across. So I haven't got a middle name. What's your middle name? Andrew. Andrew. Middle names are odd, aren't they? What? I, 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 where did that the tradition? Because because surnames are obviously it associates you with your family. That's why there's lots of. Um, smiths you know because they yeah. were the son of blacksmiths or, or or johnson you know john's son and the first name so you can identify the different children you know that's steve that's yeah. terry that's that's annie but what the hell is that where did the middle name come from where did the I tradition think, for giving people a middle name i think it comes well i mean i think it's so that you can actually pass on your parents name all right I mean, I, I mean until i was about four years old i thought my i thought my name was get off the bloody couch uh, well, yeah, there you go, you see, exactly, exactly, these things happen. What you got for us, Ian? Yeah, you were t- talking before about Brexit and, and John's, Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn and all yes. that. Yes. Thinking a little bit of left field there, is it a case of job done? Did they really want us to stay in? Uh, someone, um, and I, I cannot, uh, 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 Lewis, uh, is it, I can remember if it was Lewis or Louis, Bath, who's on, on uh, Louis. It right. is Louis, isn't it? Louis Buff tweeted, he believes that um, Johnson voted in and Corbyn voted out. And yeah. uh, that kind of makes sense to me. That kind of yeah, makes yeah. sense to me. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, every, I mean, Cameron's never really been that, he's been quite you sceptic in the past anyway. So was it a case of, OK, I got us out now, I'm off. Well, Cameron doesn't, as he said, there's a great quote when Cameron get, came out and he gave the speech outside number 10 saying, I'm quitting. He went in and um, he, he, said to the, he said to the people who work in 10 Downing Street, why should I have to do all that work? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and but first when I heard that, I thought, oh, you smarmy git. But now I'm thinking, yeah, really, why should he? I know he's the prime minister, but he staked everything on, on a punt mm-hmm. and the punt didn't a punt oh, and it, the pun didn't come off and yeah why should why should he have to do all the work you know yeah yeah and you know it's uh, i mean i don't know it's like the same kind of thing in the scottish referendum i mean you know the the arguments on both sides were so uh, there was no real fact so people didn't really know what to do to be honest in which side on both sides of what of the, of the referendum the eu yeah. referendum yeah yeah there were there were loads of facts. There were loads of facts saying if we vote, if we come out, then mm. the the country's screwed, and you know your pensions will be worthless, and the loads of jobs will go, and the, the stock will crash. Right, and that but, happened. Yeah, but, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, but they were given the negatives, not the positives. Well, 
Yeah, and they were right to give us the negatives. It wasn't Project Fear, it was Project Fact. They told us what would happen, and you idiots went, nah, they don't really mean it. And they did mean it. You had 95% of economists saying, if you vote to leave, the country's going to be screwed. And, and yet, who is it? Gove saying, well, you don't want to listen to experts. He compared them to Nazis. He actually yeah. compared them to Nazis. Yeah. yeah was, that was, that was we were told there were loads of facts. We were told what was going to happen. And yet idiots still voted against that because they thought the facts were coming from just experts who are Nazis. Yeah, that was a stupid thing to say, really. It was a bit out of order, that, to be honest. It was massively out of order, and it was a lie. It was a lie. So you had you had those people who believed Gove. Then you had, and I'm not saying everybody that voted to leave was a racist, because of course they weren't. It was a small percentage. But you've got the racists who were excited because uh, Nigel Farage's poster of all those people that weren't coming here, I think they were going to Turkey, all those Syrian war refugees, right? Yeah, and then you've yeah. got the lie from um, Johnson and Gove and Farage that the £350 million that we put into the um, the European Union, that figure's a lie, uh, we'll take that and we'll put that per week into the National Health Service. That's a lie. Oh, and that claim's been taken off their website. Uh, and then you've got the other, uh, again, let's go back to the racists, and the not-so-racists as well, who were told, uh, we will take control of our borders, we will control immigration. That was a lie. They've just said that immigration won't change. They lied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the whole, the whole system with regards to campaigning and whatever screwed in the sense. No, because one side told the truth. Yeah, and one side lied. Well, that's what. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. If you, that's what I was going to go on to say. At the end of the day, you shouldn't really be allowed to come out with lies, should you? Realistically, in in a, no. in a, a a vote like this. I think I think Boris Johnson, Michael Gove, and Nigel Farage should be uh, ma- made to stand uh, charges. They should be charged with deception and treason and made to face a court of law. But they won't be. Mm, no, no, no. And also, here's the thing, guys: <sighs> referenda are stupid for really complicated things. The EU situation, right? is not a binary it's not a binary answer it's not a yes or no answer and i said this ages ago when they first announced they were going to do a referendum i said i wouldn't be i don't want to be trusted with the vote because i don't understand it and i still don't understand it all i understand is we're screwed right but the british public shouldn't have been put in charge of such an important decision well, that's why we were because we didn't understand it so the, so the politicians don't have to make the decision but the politicians didn't want to make the decision. The only yeah. the only person that wanted to make the decision was Nigel Bloody Farage. Yeah, I know, but that's what. Yeah, I'm agree. I agree, but that's why we were given a decision because they didn't want to make the decision. Well, we're 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 all we're we're all going to die. <laughs> well, that's going to happen anyway. Isn't yeah, it? I know, but we're going to die in poverty. I'm not going. I'm not going to suddenly develop an extra eye. Sorry about that. There'll be no extra. Uh, well, you you, you you should do Ian, and, and I'm I'm happy to. Do, I'm sure I've got some spare ones lying around somewhere. I'll send them over. <laughs> hey man, thanks. I mean, I've got I've got three, and that's enough. That'll do. Thanks for the call. There we go. He ended with uh, 
with a, a poor joke. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. New callers, uh, one new caller is up until midnight. I would say it's been a right royal r- rousing success, and we've had a bit of Scroobius Pip tonight, huh? Huh? Who'd have thought you'd get that on a speech station, guys? Really? Um, oh, I should let you know there is a daily podcast that um, is available. Uh, it goes on iTunes. If you type in Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, uh, and talk, it pops up and you can download it. And it's on all the other kind of usual um, podcasty type things. Hey, there were no newspapers here tonight. Kath got me what we thought were today's papers. And so I'm sat there all cocky-locky, recorded the show for Virgin, um, and I'm sitting there on the internet, just cruising the internet, cruising, not cru- like that, just, you know, looking at stuff. And then at 10 past nine, I went, right, I'll, I will look at the papers and I will do the show. I'll write down stuff for the show. And it turned out they was, they was last week's papers. They were Wednesdays, but they were Wednesday the 22nd papers. So I had to s- storm off down to, uh, the s- local Sainsbury's to buy the newspapers. What the hell has happened to all the papers here, man? What the hell has happened to all the papers? 0844 499 1000. We'll do call straight to air after midnight, and anyone can call in for that. Uh, and we'll do call straight to air for the rest of the week. We might do it Monday. We might do it Monday, and then start stop it on Tuesday. And I'll tell you why. It's just because Kath and Id aren't here Friday and Monday. And I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit nervous about having a, you know, we've got Emma, Emma will be filling edges a slot, which is great. And we've got some guy called Dave, who I've never met producing. As you know, as you know, uh, regular listeners who have followed me hither and thither, uh, t- to me, the producer is kind of a key part of the show, really. The, the, the show is sort of 50 me, 50 them, sometimes 60, 40, uh, you know, and, and sometimes 40, 60. It depends. But that's, um, the, the, the producer is a key part. So to have a, a, a team that I'm unfamiliar with for two shows fills me with dread. And maybe is not the time to try something new like ditching um, straight to us. We m- might do it Monday. We might not. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see how I feel. I'll see how the the, the, the vibe is. But we'll, we'll get rid of it. I think for. Um, most of July, I think. Uh, oh, wait, but we'll, we'll do it tonight. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. Here's the thing. So this is um, 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 sensible or ridiculous? Ridiculous. You know, when you go to um, the shops and well, you may not do that now because not, I know loads of people, right? It's primarily girls, I think, who do online shopping I can't do online clothes shopping unless I'm buying exactly the same clothes. If I'm buying the same pair of jeans that I always get from Gap, I know what size and what style and what colour suits me. And so I, I, them fits me. So I get them, right? But I can't buy, generally I can't buy clothes without trying them on. I have to try them on. But loads of, I know loads of, my wife does this, loads of clothes to just buy them online, try them, I don't work, send it back. What's that? No, she doesn't actually buy them online, actually. No, uh, 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 let me correct that. She, she does go into shops and buys clothes, but she won't try them on in the shop. I said, try it on. No, no, I'll try it on when we get home. We'll try it on now. Otherwise, we'll have to come back and bring it back. <laughs> Sean Poulter, the consumer affairs editor, has written this story in the Daily Mail, page three, if you want to read along at home. It's a disappointment many women know only too well. 
You see the perfect dress hanging on the rail and can't wait to try it on. But after a few self-critical minutes in front of the changing room mirror, you decide it doesn't suit you after all. Well, hang on a second. That happens to blokes, not the dress bit, obviously. I'm talking about that. That's what changing rooms are for. You go and, um, oh, look, Scroobius Pip has just tweeted about me. Look at that. I'm going to, I'm going to retweet that. I'm going to retweet that, but I'll do it a little bit later on. So I look cool. Uh, well, that's very, he said a very nice thing about me. Isn't that nice? Um, but men, that's what changing rooms are for. You go and try them, see if it suits you and see if it fits you. That's what you do. Sounds familiar? There may be help at hand, in some stores at least. Worried that shoppers might not like the reflections looking back at them, store bosses have simply ditched the mirrors. What? This to me sounds like nonsense. They've ditched the mirrors? One of the... I, I like putting on jackets or um, a hat. In, in shops, but not going into the change room. You just put it on. Like, but oh, this jacket, take the cut off. Oh, this jacket fits me. And then I spend ages wandering around trying to find a mirror in the store. There should be more mirrors just around the store. Some places, like Marx's, you can find them, but some you can't, you're looking everywhere. Um, they are covering them up in the hope that shoppers feel more comfortable. Oh, flip your neck. And less worried about their bodies when they try it on clothes. Oh, so they're pretending it's to stop body shaming, are they? Is that is that what they're pretending? Do me a favour. This music is quite uh, appropriate, actually. The stores, which are testing the idea this week, may have a financial incentive too. Here we go. Research suggests seven in ten women are put off buying an item once they've tried it on in front of a changing room mirror, and 52% of those surveys said they came away from the fitting rooms feeling low. Oh, really? I'm not convinced that I buy that. It appears that harsh lighting, cramped cubicles and unflattering mirrors can make women feel anxious. <laughs> no one likes... Very few people like looking in a mirror, right? Very few people like looking in a mirror, you know. Look, look, make you feel anxious. And also, you try it on there, you can open the door, you can step back, you've got your mate there. Does this, does this fit me? Does it suit me? Feels a bit short on the sleeves, this one. Can you reckon? If I do that with my arms, you see I've got the big... No? All right, fair play, I'll do it. The experiment is being run over the next few days at a third of fashion out- outlets in Birmingham's Bullring Shopping Centre and various other places. Um, the company which carried out the research on women's attitudes on trying on clothes said many prefer to rely on the opinions of friends or shop assistants. Any shop assistants? They do a great job, some of them. But, um, well, actually, no, some of them do, and some of them are lousy. I wouldn't trust their opinion. They're there to sell you the stuff. Um, the company said there is evidence that women are excited about trying on items they see on store mannequins or in magazines. Yet this excitement turns to disappointment in front of a changing room mirror because they tend to an- overanalyze their bodies. Maybe they just don't like the clothes. Maybe the clothes that you're selling them, they're not the right ones. Maybe. I don't know. 
Oh, God. <laughs> a spokesman said, with summer, summer approaching and bikini season underway, women are even more body conscious than usual. So the initiative inspires women to be proud of their bodies and feel confident both inside and out. I have never heard such bullshit. It's not, it, it's not to stop women feeling bad about their bodies. It's to sell more clothes. That's all they're doing it for, is to sell more clothes. And yes, they might get home and try them on, but then perhaps they'll be less likely to come back in and return them. Ah, oh dear. i tell you what we'll do. After the news, everybody is welcome to call in. We will take calls straight to air. Come and get it while it's hot. It's going to be one of the last ones for a while, guys. Talk radio. Last hour of the show, and one of the last straight to airs for a while. It's not going to get rid of it forever, but I, I did say from the outset it was never going to be a permanent uh, uh, feature. Um, so if you want to um, come and get it while it's hot and fresh, you can. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. This is the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. One, two, three, four, five, six. to the unstoppable sex machine and seeing them live at the old trout and windsor which is now a browns restaurant oh my god same place i also saw the pixies do a um a, a secret warm-up gig the night before they played reading i also saw that lot there that's why they popped into my head the rocking birds the best 
um, country music to come out of Camden by the first Rocking Birds album. Oh, man! It's a masterpiece, guys. An absolute masterpiece. The second one, yeah. You know, the second one. Uh, They were on top of the pops as well, doing a Right Said Fred song, I think. Right, last hour of the show. Uh, This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. 0844 499 1000. Calls go straight to air. It works like this. You phone up. I touch the screen and go, line one, you're on the wireless. Okay, it works. Okay. Um, Well, I I heard um, um, something. Line one, you're on the wireless. Thank you very much indeed. And that's how it works. Um, and there'll be a few more, then we're going to probably stop for, for July. And I'm, I'm, aware, I'm aware that I'm making my job harder, okay, by, uh, by doing that. But it'll be fine. I've got, I've got an idea of, of, of what I'm going to do with the last hour. Nothing, you know, radically different. It'll still be me basically talking, but we'll, 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 we'll see. Uh, so if you want to take uh, part in Straight to It... Um, you can, don't swear, don't be libelous. There's a seven-second delay, so I can I can dump any of that nonsense. Seven pence a minute, plus access charge, a bit more for mobiles. 0844-499-1000. And the odds are, if you call in, you won't be hanging around that long on the line. You can call up and do whatever you want. You can talk about the stuff we've talked about this evening. Um, you can play a bit of music down the phone. You can m- make fart noises. You can do whatever you want, really. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. I beg your pudding? Well, thank you, madam. And have you had a good day? Jones from Police Academy. Hello, jo- Hello, Jones from Police Academy. I do thank you very much indeed. You see, and, that, and that's it. It's kind of quite a nice way for people to let off steam, let off the uh, the tensions of the day, um, you're maybe a bit anxious about what you got coming up tomorrow. What day is it tomorrow? Wednesday. Is it Wednesday tomorrow? No, it's Wednesday today. Thursday. Thursday. I have got, tomorrow I've got my youngest sports day at 9.30. I'll be up early, oh, blimey. But because uh, he's fractured his foot, I don't think he's taking part in in any of the sports. I think he's going to be like handing out medals and stuff like that, which is actually much cooler. And then I've got the eldest sports day on Friday. Um, and then that's it, I think. Oh, and then on Saturday, here's what I'm doing Saturday. I'm going. I'm going to Southampton on Saturday to see the band Love. Okay, Arthur Lee's dead, so it's not. It's 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 kind of his backing band and Johnny Eccles, the original. Remember we had Johnny Eccles on the show, the original guitarist um, from Love. So I'm going to go to Southampton and to see them. I must remember to take something to get signed. That's what I need to do. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's me. It's uh, Andy. Andy Murray. Hey, man. How's your mum? Oh, she's great, thanks. She's yeah. absolutely fine, yeah. How's your mum? She's um, not as hot as yours, but yes, she's fine, thank you, Andy. That's that's great. Uh, yeah, I just thought I would give you a little call. Um, absolutely adore the show. Uh, honestly, I find, I find it hilarious. Um, I almost, almost... 
film went wrong. Well, I can hear the joy. Um, I can hear the joy in your voice, Andy, and it, it really does mean a uh, lot that yeah, we're helping a national I, I hero. Do, I do try to suppress it sometimes, but sometimes it just pops through. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, I can understand. We've all been there. Yeah, you know, I think they, they call it. Um, what's the what's the phrase in the in the industry? Corpsing. Yes. You know, this is probably the closest I'll get to corpse today. Yeah, well. But, you know, um, so it was actually um, a good friend of mine, Novak Djokovic. He he told me to listen to the show. Um, He's a big fan of the guy... Caddick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that that masturbates on air, is it? That's the fella, yes, yes. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. Trying to cut that down. Novak likes him. Novak likes him, yeah. Okay. Um, So I just just wanted to say how much I uh, I enjoy the show. Okay, well, thank you, Andy. It's great to talk to you. Best of luck at Wimbledon. I I hope you're not too upset when you get knocked out of the semis. Well, you know, you know the score. I'll be British until I get knocked out, and then I'll be Scottish again. You and, know, and and then we'll be uh, we'll all be calling yeah. for a second uh, uh, Scottish referendum. Andy, thank you so much for calling. I do appreciate that. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, hip, 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 hip. Oh no, I've bottled it again. Bye. These things happen. It can be a very nerve wracking um, experience. Phoning up the radio show. Cass, you want to come in? Come in. Because I've got some stuff in the papers. It's all a little bit dry, but... Um, here's the thing. And I don't... I don't... I don't believe this. People touch their mobile phone 2,617 times a day on average. I, th- I think that's way below it. Yeah. When they say touch, you mean tap. Well, just reach for it. You know, well, sometimes I have, to, I have a look at it. I don't type anything on it. Users desperate to check email and surf the internet tap their device a million times a year. But, I mean, does tap... If you feel like sending a text, does each letter of the text count as a tap? Because in which case, two, two and a half thousand times, that's not a lot. This study doesn't doesn't hold any water with me already. Oh, right, let's, let's um, take a second. Any water with me Hello? It's the the Larson effect. Hello. There we go. You see, that was lovely. I broke it. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. It's uh, Bruce. How you doing? But uh, I just wanted to clarify, I'm not Bruce from earlier. I'm I'm the Bruce that normally calls in. Oh, God. Two two, two Bruce's. Old Bruce versus uh, young Bruce. Yeah. What what a fight that would be. I'm talking about Bruce Lee's here, but old Bruce versus young Bruce. Uh, I wish Bruce Bruce Lee hadn't died at the age of 32. Bruce Lee was the first computer game I ever completed. Uh, Really? What happened at the end? Didn't you just go around again and it was a bit harder? Yes. I think there were two green Samos, weren't there? Uh, No, there was a green Samo and there was a black ninja. (laughs) The Bruce Lee game was, was absolutely brilliant, right? Not really know what it had to do with Bruce Lee. It certainly wasn't any film that I recognised. And you did. You had to fight the Green Samo, who, who, who was just this big fat. He was like big fat Buddha, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was big fat music. Buddha. 
Um, do you remember the music for it? No, go on. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. I do. That's, and I remember there were those weird, you had to climb up those sort of white trellises, and then there was that yeah. weird bit where if you stood on it, it's like a, like a waterfall, but if you stood on it, it would either go up, carry you up or down. And so sometimes you'd have yeah. to fight that, that, wherever it was taking you. Um, I think I might have completed Bruce Lee. I think I might have done it. It's a good game, though. Oh, I loved it, and uh, it was lanterns, wasn't it? You had to jump up and collect lanterns. You had to collect was the lanterns, it? yeah, you had to you do your... Yeah. But if you stayed on the screen too long, those black ninjas would come and get you. Oh. Uh, they'll come yeah. and get you. It was a good film. It was a good also, game. And li- licensed by his wife, Linda Lee. Like, you know, they were very, very protective, the Lees. Really? Yeah, well, she owns, she owns the name and the copyright. Very, very protective, the Lees, of Bruce Lee's... Um, heritage right and so they've got they were sitting for a long time on lots of footage and stuff like that that they didn't want to be released they didn't want to sully his name they licensed the bruce lee video game on on computers when they were rubbish <laughs> strong game though um also um i was listening to uh to monday's show yeah and uh mr caddick was talking about jackie chan oh yeah of course the world's greatest man yeah, yeah, yeah. um doing a doing a street fighter thing no not no not just no 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 the world's greatest living person Sorry, sorry, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, if you're listening, I, I apologise for getting that wrong. Um, yeah, he was talking about uh, him doing some Street Fighter characters in a film. Yeah. And actually, that film came out, I, I think it was two years before the really crappy uh, film starring Kylie Minogue. Oh. And he's right. If you watch the clip, it's actually it's probably the best live-action representation I've ever seen of Street Fighter, but it was actually really early on. What, what, so, uh, um, what film was it? Yeah, now he's going to ask that. It was um, was it was one around nineteen ninety two. Okay, that's about the best I can tell you. So uh, you still still, around that year. It was still good there. Well, yeah, okay, that narrows it down to about fifteen films because he he he, he (laughs) churns them out. Quite a year. (laughs) He churns out. Bruce, Bruce, thank you very much for that. We'll take one more call. Then we have a quick break. Yes, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello again. Hello, Bill. No, no, it's me, Boyd. It sounds like you're talking into a sock. Well, no, I've been, uh, I've been actually sent to Iceland. Roy, l- listen, c- is there any way you can not, not be on speakerphone or something? Roy? Okay, well, he decided not to be on phone at all. It's as simple as that. I'm reminiscing with someone on, called Simon on Twitter... Um, he was at the he was at the gig I went to at the Rocking Birds. He was oh, the really? support act. I, I have no memory of because I was would have been sixteen and would have been absolutely steaming drunk on that cheap beer they served in plastic glasses. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. So I don't remember. I remember the Rocking Birds had a, a, a projector, um, and we're talking about local bands from Slough, including, of course, Thousand Yard Stare. Uh, local boys done good, um, and um, I remembered the name of this guy. Um, it was like the bit of a local star. Um, guy called, well, I can't remember his first name. His first name was Bob. Thank you, Simon, for reminding me. Bob Kylie. It was when Kylie was really big, and they had a band. He had a band called Kylie, and they would perform at the Wheat Sheaf, which back then was a, was a pub where, um, that, and now I'm sure it's completely, completely changed. But back then, I'm talking, you know, 25 years ago, 
you could quite easily get a drink if you were underage. Yeah. And, and, and all kinds of shenanigans happened out the back, you know, all kinds of, um, this is smoking was allowed. And, um, and uh, they would have, but they, it was brilliant. It was a pub, like a proper boozer, but they would have brilliant bands in there playing on, uh, Friday, Saturday night, and sometimes a Sunday, Sunday lunchtime. God, I remember some, God, blimey. Heavy boozing sessions at 16 on a Sunday lunchtime. Flipping it. And this band Kylie would go and they would do country songs. They were, they were like a country band uh, when there was, there was kind of like a sort of small country movement happened in the, uh, about 89, 90, 91 with the Rocking Birds and that. And, um, I thought I'd, I've never, never discussed, um, Kylie with anyone before. So thank you for that, Simon. That's taken me back a little bit. Line one, you're on the wireless. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk radio. Listen to the Jerry Springer Breakfast Show to win a badass weekend trip to the Big Apple by becoming a singer with Springer. All this week from six on the UK's hot new talk radio. Impress the talk nation with your remotely karaoke tonal talent to win two round trip tickets to New York. Five star hotel, $500 spending money, and tickets to see a big Broadway musical. Be a singer with Springer. All this week from six on the Jerry Springer Breakfast Show on Talk Radio with United Airlines. Fifteen flights from Heathrow, direct to JFK every day. Talk Radio. So, um, people touch their mobile phone 2,617 times a day on average, a study has revealed. Users desperate to check email and surf the internet tap their device a million times a year. The top 10% are twice as bad, touching their devices 5,500 times. Um, the, the firm recruited 94... Oh, hang on a minute. It's only done a survey of 94 people. Right. Flipping heck. It built a tool to track their use of devices for five days, 24 hours a day. Well, then this survey means nothing. It's 94 people. It's not even over a week. It's over five blooming days. Well, that's absolutely pointless. Screen what? Screen time was 2.42 hours for the average user who had 76 separate phone sessions a day. Phone <laughs> session. <laughs> Heavy users averaged 132 sessions a day. Heavy phone sessions. Um, I don't, I don't believe that. What, what, what a rubbish. What, a, what are they selling with that? What on earth are they selling with that? They're selling, um, I don't know, phones. Wipes for your phone? wipes for the 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 first. you know i got my screen repaired recently i'm always breaking the screen on my phone and i could have lived with it it wasn't that bad but it just it just it's like look it is like looking at your mistakes and I, you kind of want to get it done it's like 90 quid to go and get it done no something like that and uh, so i went to apple and i got it done they're all geniuses there they're very very, very friendly oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand by the way and um there were some people getting very tense there, very, very frustrated. You have to wait and stuff. And um, I said, so I've got the, this one of those plastic covers that goes around the edge in mm-hmm. the back, but it doesn't cover the screen. Yeah, I've got one of them. And I said, is there a cover? And I don't know how the phone broke. It was just in my pocket and it, it broke. I was really peed off. I said, is there a cover I can get that would protect the screen? And they went, no. I said, what about those those plastic sheets? He said, no, that's just, that just stops scratching. That's not to protect the screen. Come on. Come on now. So why can't someone, A, invent, like, a case that will protect my phone and stop it smashing? It's that thing when you drop it on the floor face down and you think, oh, no, and you pick it up and you go, oh, phew, yeah. safe. Yeah. Um, Normally when I've lowered my trousers in the toilet. What? If I drop me trousers, yeah. I forget that I've got my phone in the back pocket, so it's either going to go on the floor 
or down the toilet. Now, first couple of days, it went down the loo. I managed to retrieve it. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I keep dropping it. It's fine. So I'm I'm cruising for a phone bruising. It's going to happen. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Mrs. Billy here. Hello, Billy. Is your mummy home? No, I've got high voice for old age. Oh, right, okay. Is your, um, carer home? No, I've been talking to one of the regulars on Facebook. Oh, have you? You're very modern for an elderly person. Alan Cabbick. No, I don't know him. Ian? Never heard of him. Apparently he's got a crush on calf. Sorry? He says he's banging calf. No, he's got a crush. He's banging Chris. Alan Caddick is banning Chris. Well, okay, you heard banging it there crisps. first. Thank you very much indeed. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, good evening. Um, I'm looking to um, play a clip to you this evening and discuss the points uh, raised therein afterwards. Certainly. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Okay, here we go. It's actually Dan. It's not Stan. I'm offended. Okay. Sorry, man. Okay. Here's the clip. Never heard. That was not the clip. This is the clip. Okay. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot Now, um, the thing about that is that yes. they are British comedians. Yes. Do you think they would have uh, red sauce, brown sauce, or no sauce at all on their hot dogs? <laughs> it's a very leading question. Isn't it just? Thank you very much indeed. A public school matron oh. was sacked after posing in a sexy calendar. What a slut. <laughs> to support injured soldiers. She's a real heroine. Kira Goodwin has helped to generate £30,000 for ex-service men and women by appearing in Hotties for Heroes. Oh, gosh. Since 2011. <sighs> Wow. And as this year's Miss June, she posed with a gun in a skimpy khaki-coloured top and pants. Oh, classy. I thought it was one of those tacky ones. There's her with it. You can see her pony, look. <laughs> Gosh, she needs its fringe cut. Yeah, definitely. And she should feed that pony as well. Um, but uh, Kira, 34, got her marching orders five months after joining the staff at Giggleswick Boarding School, North York's after its chiefs found out well i mean they're not you know it's not um um it's not internal photographs that you're seeing it, yeah. you know it's uh, she's wearing in the one here she's wearing in 2015 she's wearing a, i believe it's called a basque and stockings and she's um, her pony is on display and in a couple of others she's got um guns and stuff i mean i don't mean they're not massively rude but they're a little bit how old so. are the kids again um well i don't know we'll find out yes line one What? Louder, louder! Feel. Just like a, it is like a finger, finger pointing away to the moon. Don't! Concentrate on the finger, or you will miss all the heavenly glory. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon, 1973. Thank you very much indeed. Yes, line two. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, line two. Hello, Ian? Yes, line two. Ah, it's uh, it's Tony here. Hello, Kev. Hi. Um, Ian. Yes. Hi there. 
Ian, I haven't I understand you uh, you're sporting a beard now. Yes. I have been uh, I have been I have been all of twenty sixteen. What all of twenty sixteen, oh right, yeah. Um how are you uh enjoying it? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Someone sent someone sent me a tweet, Sarah, because I've got this live CD app coming out. Right, it's out now. You can buy this live CD at Go Faster Stripe, and on the pic, the cover on the the picture on the cover is me without a beard. It looks funny, right? now, doesn't it? And some folks mm-hmm. said, "I don't, I don't mean to be rude, Ian, but you'd an half look weird without a beard." Uh, and I do, and I, I, I think the I, the beard is definitely going to stay this year. At the moment, it's growing very big and bushy, and I, just because I might as well grow it big and bushy, because I may never grow it big and bushy again. But I think I'm a man with a beard now. Mm-hmm. Does it get itchy? Nope. What? Not even after a week or so without. Uh, oh, I don't remember. That was. I mean, that was. That was. That was like um, December that uh, the last when it started growing. So I don't remember. No, it's fine. Because mm. oh, I, I had one when I was about twenty. Yeah. Which was uh, a fair while ago, but um, uh, but it did start itching after a, a week or so. Now then it goes. The only thing I've got, and I need to, to, to and I'm not trimming it, but I need to trim the moustache mm. because when it gets a bit long as it is now, tickles your I, lips. No, no, no. But if I'm eating a sandwich, it will go in my mouth. Oh, yeah. So I've got that's that's the only downside. But no, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, and it's great because you can have fun with it. You can make all kinds of shapes with it, and you get you sit in my car and I comb yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. I'm having a great time. So it's like it's like having a hobby at last. <laughs> is it monocolored? It's uh, no, it's got it's got bits of grey in it, which is good. Which is good. It's kind of got quite a lot of grey actually. I like that. I like that. Thank you, Tony. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. She has now launched an unfair dismissal case against the coeducational school where places cost up to bloody hell mm-hmm. thirty one thousand eight hundred pounds a year. Helen Moore partner at the employment solicitor told the son there's no doubt in my mind that her employment was terminated due to the nature of the charity work she does oh so oh. maybe something else and, and 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 also if you took out the charity work and it was just a mucky calendar would that be appropriate guys because it is a mucky calendar kira feels her former employers are trying to turn something she's very proud of into something she as a woman has been made to feel ashamed of oh she's immensely proud of the work she has done showing her baps and tatties <laughs> And will continue to do so for these charities. Once a year. Once a year, the pony gets dusted off, <laughs> the baps and tatties come out, away the lads. The £10 calendars. Did the son write that? I've added that. Oh. That's me freestyling. It was totally in their voice. The £10 calendars raising funds for help for heroes were launched by Kira's sister, Anisha Poppins. Oh, so it's not an official calendar then, it's just a little helper. Five years ago. They feature family and friends. Oh, that's weird several of whom are army wives and girlfriends. Mum of one, Kira, from Clapham, North Yorkshire, was dismissed on June the 5th. Giggleswick's headmaster, Mr Turnbull, said, We do not comment on employment matters. We support help for heroes and our armed forces through our curriculum and providing education to children of heroes. We do not like seeing that woman's hairy pony. <laughs> he supports by giving them money. Doesn't he get his kit off? No, he says he supports by... He doesn't mention money. He says, We support Help for Heroes and our armed forces through our curriculum and providing education to children of heroes. So, in other words, jog on. And there is that thing, like, you can't criticise war charities, like Help for Heroes and um, the poppy people. You can't criticise them. You can well, you you, yeah, but th- and this th- is her this freestyling is... anyway. It's not a Help for Heroes official calendar, is it? How is her showing her arse crack? Good <laughs> for anyone apart from fans of Big 
arses, which I happen to be. But really, it is, um, she's, I mean, the best luck, but she's one of those women who, th- who thinks she's sexual than she is. That's, oh. that's, that's the thing. But, and also the thing is, by putting yourself out there, you're putting that out there, and so, people are going to have a, an opinion on it. This is the summer, of course, by the, so page 17, it's this woman in three provocative p- p- poses. Uh, you turn the page, oh, and it's, it's three other women in their pants. They're sporting heroes. They are oh, yeah. uh, athletes for, for Rio, and they're in their pants, and you kind of think, I mean... I saw that. Do you know what? One of them's 18. Yeah. One's 18, one's 13, one's 13. I mean, and it, they're supposed to be sort of promoting sport for girls in schools, right? I think there are other ways to do it than get, showing everyone your bra. Oh, showing that women... It's, for, it's, for, uh, it's a, for a lingerie campaign, proving women can be both strong and feminine. I mean, we beautiful, need that, right? They're beautiful-looking women. Great bodies. Uh, 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 I mean, they're, they're getting a load of money. Who am I to judge anybody who wants to take their kit off for cash? Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Yes, line one. <laughs> Okay, okay, so, so that was, that was, I thought, I can't believe, I, am it's I here? Savage Garden, wasn't it? I fall asleep inside of you. That was the line. Yeah. Wowzers. The guy from Savage Garden follows me on Twitter. Yes, because you're a gay hero. I'm a, I'm a gay icon. I'm a guy con. Um, if anybody wants information on that, I'm, I'm happy to give them. Speaking of happy. <laughs> More bullshine. Right, right go on. Uh, it's, it's the wrong paper. 0844-499-1000, by That way. story you did just then about the athletes taking their car off. Yes. I read it yesterday, and it was spun in a different way. It was spun in... Girls don't like doing sport because they think that getting oh. sweaty and doing exercise makes them look ugly. So we're going to get our kit off to show how. No, fit this you can one is for a, it's for a laundry. Company. Oh, so that, that's the truth then. Yeah, um, which is fair enough. You know, yeah, 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 good good luck to you. Yeah, but don't tell me it's because girls need to. Maybe feel... they didn't. Maybe it was the paper. That yeah, that's what it. I mean. Um, Colin Fernandez is 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 fast. <laughs> Science correspondent. Yeah, he's fast becoming my favourite chancer working at the chanciest of all newspapers, the Daily Mail. I mean, he is he is Fleet Street's premier chancer, and I respect him for I that. I like to imagine him with a white coat and a clipboard yeah, he's and the safety science. specs. He's, he's the science correspondent for the Sun, and he re- uh, for the, the Mail, sorry. And he really, really does get those science stories that no one else can be bothered to touch. And I, you've got to respect that. Here's one. There's more to a pig's oink <laughs> no, tell me about the oink. Uh, uh, <laughs> Colin. There's more to a pig's oink than meets the ear. <laughs> with happier porkers making more noise than grumpy ones, scientists have found. What scientists? What scientists are going around tiggling pigs to see if they. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hip, 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 hello. Hip, 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 hello. Um, I was just calling in because I heard it was New Caller Night. It's New Caller Night. Who is this, please, New Caller Night Night? This is Gemma. Hello. Hello, Gemma. How are you doing? You are right? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm tired, a little bit peckish, but when I go home, I shan't be snacking. I shall go straight to bed. I might have a banana. 
I might <laughs> so have a banana. Your diet that's, is going that, well. That's good for you, and it makes you sleep. Beautiful. And I'm going to have a banana. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to lose really? a bit of weight, and it's, um, it's, it, I'm bored of it already. And I really today really wanted a big bar of chocolate, and I didn't, I didn't have it. So um, never mind. Anyway, that is very good. I have, you, a, I have a suggestion on the weight loss. Yeah, go on. Thing. I think that you're weighing yourself too often, and yeah. you need to get an app that evens out the weight. Hang on a minute. You're saying that but by me weighing myself three times a day, that's too often. That's what I'm doing. I told you not to do that. I'm a, three I'm a, times a day? Yeah, you will, yeah I, I, do it, I, do it, I do it when I go home tonight, and I'll go, oh. And I'll do it when I wake up, and then... And that's I'll, the best time, because yeah, you've yeah. woken up, and you're the lightest when you wake up. Well, why is, well, well hang, hang on, on Gemma. Hang on a wake why? up and have a wee, then weigh yourself. Why, but why yeah. are you your lightest in the morning? What happens at, in the night time? I, I don't know, but I feel like from experience, you weigh yourself in the morning, you're always delighted. Yep. But th- and then I, I weigh myself before I leave for work. Don't do that, because that's afternoon and you uh, fluctuate so much, you're full of so dinner. So what's the reasoning behind the three times a day? I've bought some scales for £20 and I'm bloody well going to use them. <laughs> that's what you the, re- money's worth, the that's reasoning it. is. Uh, I d- the reasoning is, I don't know, because I've, ne- I've never really uh, made much of a conscious... But, but up until... Um, about a year ago, if I felt that I was putting on a bit of weight, I would just stop eating bread and pasta for three days, and I'd go back down to what <laughs> I was comfortable with. Seriously, I would go back down to what I was comfortable with after about three days, and it would be fine. Uh, so this is the first time I've ever um, made a sort of proper, concerted, extended effort to try and lose a little bit of weight. That is good. But anyway, so there's this app, and it, there's apps online, there's multiple apps, and they even out the weight. So it's like nice. your weight fluctuates, obviously, because of, like, water and whatever. Yeah. But it evens it out. So sometimes if you think that you put on, like, three pounds, the app tells you, actually, no, you're, like, oh. going yeah, down. Three pounds is a poo, basically, isn't it? Wowzers. Exactly. It can be a poo. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, guys. Let's, let's come on. Let's just... No, anyway, but honestly, that's, that's the truth. Okay. Um, how do you know all of this, Gemma? Um, I lost a bit of weight last year, and I feel like I might be putting it on again, so I need to get back into it, but yeah. It's, bre- it's bread and pasta, but then someone told me today, they said, oh, you should be eating loads of carbohydrates and less protein. Oh, and- I don't think it's what you eat. What? I think it's, like, how much you eat well, well, yeah. instead of what you eat. Well, no, but hang, no, well, g- yeah, but if, but if you eat bread, that bread expands inside your stomach. <laughs> That's true, isn't, it, doesn't, isn't like- it? doesn't get heavier in your stomach but you get like make you you get fatter <laughs> don't you i don't think so i no. i don't know no, i think i I'm lost sh- like four stone and i ate a lot of cheese and bread because that's my favorite oh, food really? but i just ate less of it i kind of oh. sacrificed oh. yeah i sacrificed quantity for quality don't, i wanted loads of cheese don't you find that once you cheese. start like just being a bit more careful it gets easier you don't fancy that well, stuff no no anymore. no 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 it, 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 once i <laughs> this, is I'm, this is what i'm saying right up until about six months ago and it's because these meds as well are kind yeah, of affect my metabolism but um up until about six months ago i could lose weight in, in three days literally i'd look at myself in the mirror and think oh you're getting a bit of a belly and within three days i could get rid of it and and as i'm getting older and slower and these these pills as well i can't do it like that i think so those meds are a big factor big fat factor big yeah. fat factor that's my new program i'm going to start i'm going to start <laughs> it's time for the big fat factor well thank you Gemma. i shall i shall bear that in mind you can do everything on yeah. an app these days can't you do anything on an app. I also wanted to let you know that yeah. Caddick's been chatting up ladies on Periscope. Oh. He's using it as some kind of proto dating app. Caddick! Dirty old man. <laughs> Who does some other man? people today were trying to offload their exes onto him. 
Oh, kind of well. offering up their exes if they wanted to go on dates. Well, have you heard about an ex? Would you like to date him? Have you heard about his most recent uh, conquest? He managed to go out with her for no, two hours. Two hours. That is very impressive. Are you are you saying, Gemma? Hands off, he's mine. Oh, I'm definitely not saying. Okay, that. no, okay, that's just the vibe I picked up from you. It was it was a, it was a standback, well, ladies. I'm- you know, unfortunately, I'm taken. But if I wasn't taken, then okay. he'd be first on my list. Okay. Well, let's 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 hope yeah. that, um, so, that, that you, know, you, you hope, hope that my relationship fails. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep our fingers crossed, that Gemma. Thank you so much for calling. Really nice to talk yeah, to thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. There we go. Well, see, new, new callers. It does work. I always forget that it works. And it does. Line two. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's Paul in Canada. Hello, Paul in Canada. How you doing, man? Yeah, good, man. How's it going? Yeah, all right. Thank you. Um, first things first. Who are the, what are the names of the uh, Olympian ladies? Um, the Olympian ladies. Let me have a little look at the old Olympian ladies. They are. I just want to know if it's worth checking out. Oh no! Come on now. We're better than that for crying out loud. But yes, I'm not. I'm not better than. That. Okay. Right. Um, Beth Capricuti. Yes. Uh, I I first came across them ten years ago or so. So oh. they are pretty good. I'll, I recommend them for you. And a, a couple of songs I would recommend is uh, one called Crooked Teeth. Yes. And one called uh, I Will Follow You Into the Dark. Oh, okay. What what kind of genre are... Have you heard me and Magdalena? No. Okay, we're going to end the show on me and Magdalena, which is the monkey song that was written by the bloke from okay. Death Cab from Cutie. And I wondered if that was um, a similar vibe. But you don't know um, it, so we will have to have yeah, this conversation. No, I don't, I don't know it. And it's, it's, I guess it's kind of hard to describe what, what kind of, yeah, yeah, of genre course. it is. It's sort of soft sprock, I uh, guess. Okay, all right. Well, I, that, that, that's, that's the kind of genre that I like. Hey, listen, Paul, thank you very much for that. 0844 Why are women hotter than men? Well, I read something, probably, again, written by Mr. Yeah, Mr. Fernandez yes. or, or his ilk. The science correspondent, yes. But, you know, that women feel the cold more than men, which is why, you know, you'll always get one side of the that likes the covers well hang on you know you're saying that women are colder than men no he likes it warmer you you said women are hotter than men well i mean generally that's the case isn't it no but but so so they're not their body temperature is the same as men but they feel the cold does that mean we're colder than men then i mean i am colder than you now our fridge is knackered yeah so that's gonna be that's that isn't it that's a pain in the bum line one you're on the wireless Oh yeah, this, this part of the show's anonymous, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't have to give my name. No, or no, no, not at all, not at all. No, good. No. You, we I've can got, be whoever we some, want to be here. Yeah, I've got some inside information on Cass. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not anonymous. You know, she's got that. No, 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 no. It's about you. Um, you know, on Monday she's got a day off. Yes. And Friday. I've, I've heard. And Friday. Well, on Monday I've heard that she's, um, she's doing a calendar shoot for Help for Heroes. Oh, yeah. oh, blimey. Nice one. I'll, I'll report that to the yeah. bosses and hopefully she'll get the sack. Cheers for that. Yeah, but, but don't promotion. give my name. No, of course I won't, Gatford. Don't I wouldn't dream my name. But, Ian! Thank you, man. It also emerged that pigs with curious temperaments were more likely to grunt and squeal than their less inquisitive pals. Right. Can we... How can you... How can they tell that they have a curious temperament? Well, by hiding things and the... See so who looks for it. Yeah, obviously. It's silly me. Well, it's obvious. Carry on, Professor. The research into how they express their personalities vocally <laughs> could help assess how content pigs are in their pens. Scientists from the universities of Lincoln and Belfast, so they're not real universities, studied 72 male and female juvenile pigs, so kid, kid pigs, 
half were placed in spacious enriched pens with straw bedding, TVs. Some made a house out of sticks. Come on now. With the rest put in compact barren pens with partially slatted concrete floors in accordance with British welfare standards. Sad pigs. To test the pigs' personalities... 0844-499-1000. To test the pigs' personalities, researchers put them in a pen for five minutes with unfamiliar objects, a large white bucket or a traffic cone. (laughs) Their grunts and behaviour were logged... And the test was repeated a fortnight later to see if they acted in the same way. (laughs) What they're saying to each other is, what if they put a traffic cone in? Did you nick this one, Pete? Even. I mean, come on, guys. This is even by... uh, Is that out time? Right, I'm going to use that out time. Where's my pen going? I've got got a little tiny pencil. 54567. And... Yeah, yeah. There we go. I was a minute out last time. Let's see if we can get close to it tonight. Um... The study published today in the Royal Society Journal Open Science found pigs with more proactive personalities, those keenest to explore their environment, grunted more than the reactive animals. Um, Quiet pigs. What a stupid, stupid study. Did they kill them all at the end and make them into sausages, or did they let the nice ones off? Beautiful, lovely little bit of bacon. Mm. Love it. Happy bacon. You can make... um, uh, Speaking to Jake Yap today... And I overheard a conversation he was having with another vegan. He's a vegan. Yeah, he, he you it. can um, make bacon out of um, um, fake bacon out of coconut. Now, I don't know how that would be. Obviously, it wouldn't taste anything like bacon. But actually, that doesn't sound bad to me. I like coconut. I like yeah. bacon. So to combine it all... Look, I've written down, I do this sometimes. But I write it tastes down, like a bounty or something. I'm... Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. Fried bounty. Mm, oh, yeah. I write down page numbers, and I've written down the wrong page number. Here, let me have got the right paper. So, let me just, uh, 17 would be this. I've written down here on page 8, um, cheerful, but there's nothing about being cheerful there. Well, I, I wonder what that, um, what that story is about. Isn't that annoying? Football's coming home. Oh, this is it. It's page 12. They've done that thing. It's normally on page 8, but uh, Mm. because the country's going to hell in a handcart, they've had to put it back. Where, um, if there's not much news, they they make up stuff. What, a list and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, this is no laughing matter. They've covered it with lots of smiley faces. (laughs) This is no laughing matter, but the depressing first half... I retweeted a brilliant tweet the other other day, and I cannot remember who it was, so I put apologies for that. Um, When they said, do you remember when the worst thing about 2016 was all your favourite celebs dying? Yeah, I saw that. That was so true. (laughs) This is no laughing matter, but the depressing first half of 2016 is turning us into a blue-nighted kingdom. Oh... Brexit sent financial markets into meltdown, our Prime Minister has resigned, and the Labour Party is imploding. England are out of Euro 2016, and the team's manager, Roy Hodgson, is quitting shame. He's, an, he's another old um, um, fart, isn't he? 
when he got he, he, so he, he was rubbish right and i was speaking to Andy goldstein and, and listening to the two mics we were on after this probably the worst england manager that england ever, ever had apparently and he resigned from his seventy thousand pounds a week job right and then he was forced to do a press conference the next day and he sat at the press conference and it going i don't know what i'm here for i don't know i don't know i'm, I'm here uh, i don't know what you want me here for well to justify the ridiculous amount of money that you that was spaffed away on your wages for absolutely zero return you old fart that's what you're there for to justify yourself now you dance it. um it's uh, th- th- that has all come on top of the loss of some of our best love stars from david guest to david bowie it's a little surprise that some of us are down in the dumps but not all is doom and gloom uh, and our reasons to be cheerful are sure to put a smile on your face. Pick well, a number between one and fifteen. Three. One, two, three. Glastonbury and its quagmire may be over for another year, but there's still a summer of fun-packed festivals to look forward to. <sighs> Justin Bieber and Rihanna <sighs> are headlining V, while the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the 1975, God, there we may, take to the stage at Reading. And there are now more festivals than ever to look forward to, from family-friendly days to country or comedy events. No. Pick another one. Twelve. Britain is also set for a flip in it. Britain is also set for a bumper crop of strawberries. Next one. Schools break up for summer in a few weeks. That's a good thing. Which may have parents tearing their hair out, but it's good news for the commuters with a lot less traffic on the road. Um, Flipping. No, this isn't cheering me up at all. This is making me feel worse. It's a good year to feel proud of our British heritage with the 400th anniversary of Shakespeare's death, 200th anniversary of Charlotte Bronte's birth, and 150th anniversary of the birth of Beatrix Potter, all falling in 2016. All these people are dead, though. Flipping. I mean, really. What's it? Someone's yeah. been scratching around there, haven't they? What <laughs> a load of old um, god! Right, that's it. I'm going to play a song. I think I've counted this properly. I may not have done so. I may be back in a minute. Otherwise, back tomorrow at ten. Normal rules apply. Everybody can call in. Thank you to everyone tonight. Ta-ta. <laughs>